Hey everybody, it's the Pop Culture Philosophers. Coming to you from the Huntsville Attic in beautiful Huntsville, Alabama. Super excited about tonight's show. We're talking about filmmaker, actor, comedian, comic writer, Kevin Smith. Uh, I think he's been super influential on me and Robbie. Um, his comic style, his his films, maybe more so than he should be. Of course, I'm John Hammertime Holshue. With me always, Rock and Robbie Billups. Hey everybody, how's, how's it going? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? I'm doing great, John. i uh very excited to be here and do a Kevin Smith podcast. Kevin Smith, like you said, big influence on us, our friendship. We used to spend a lot of time watching Jay and Silent Bob movies, the VUS universe, if yeah. you will. An animated show. Yeah. Oh I think God. that's how we I kind of, we kind of met because of our love for uh, Sir Kevin Smith. Yeah, you know, and he's really <laughs> a big influence on what we do today. You know, he, he made me want to make movies. I never did that, but I'm podcasting now. And, you know, we started out working in a movie theater. He started out um, making films, and uh, here we all are podcasters now. Yeah. Didn't he work at a video store for a while? Didn't yeah. he also work the at- RST yeah. Video. Didn't you work at a video store as well? Yeah, I did. I think your life mirrors his more than most people's. Maybe. Just, I guess I got the heart attack and the veganism coming up soon. <laughs> and the weed smoke. <laughs> I, I handle that pretty okay. well. I'm kind of <laughs> high right now. Anyway. <laughs> With us tonight, we have Justified Justin Goldsmith. Hey, how's it going? We're, we're, it's going great. Sweet. Yeah, Sweet. I can hear you. Now we got the microphones fixed. Yeah. It's the third oh. time we've done these <laughs> this intros This is the tonight. third <laughs> intro. Uh, also, Dashing Drew Madsen. Hell yeah, it's leap years in 1957. Let's get that line going again. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make uh, any sense. They didn't hear that. It has to be an even number. Takes. Wow, that's a little loud. Leap, yeah. leap year has to be an even number, Drew. Crazy bastard. <laughs> can you hear me now? Yeah, we're all good. Sweet. I think everybody sounds fantastic. The yeah. general audience doesn't know that we had some recording difficulties yeah, before this. Yeah, and from this, this point forward, who cares? Everything's yeah. hunky-dory now, which is a great Bowie album, by the way. I'd recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now it's time for the uh, next segment, which is the bio and history. <laughs> yeah, we're talking a little about Kevin Smith. I think most people know who Kevin Smith is. That you, Even if you're not a big Kevin Smith fan, everybody knows him as Silent Bob, for sure. So, like I said, filmmaker, actor, comedian, comic book writer. He's from Red Bank, New Jersey. That's where he sets most of his films is in the New Jersey area. And uh, his first successful film actually was his first film. It was a low-budget, independent comedy made with his buddies called Clerks. It's in black and white. Phenomenal film. Most people's introduction to him was probably Clerks. Um, His most notable, like I said, is his role as Silent Bob, part of the stoner duo Jay and Silent Bob, uh, which where he had a recurring role in his his own film series set in the same universe, the view askew universe as Silent Bob. Uh series of films. Um and include, but not limited to, so it's oh yes limited to <laughs> until he makes another one. <laughs> Clerks, Clerks Two, Chasing Amy, Dogma, Jay and Silent Bob, Strike Back, Mall Rats, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot, and I there's rumors gonna do a Clerks Three. Um there's supposed to be another Mall Rats, but I guess that's not gonna come to fruition because of uh rights or something. Um he's also done horror with Red State. He's done comedy horror with Yoga Hosers and Tusk. In addition, he's directed the film Cop Out, done the Supergirl TV show, produced shows, wrote several comics, also does a podcast, or as he calls it, a smodcast, and uh, live shows, which he's known for, which is like, he tells these long, hilarious rants about 
true Hollywood stories or stuff in his life, and uh, they're hilarious. Oh my god, are they funny? Yeah, they are. But the one like about Prince is just like you learn a lot, but it's also really funny. Or when he was making the Superman movie that never came to be. But definitely check out his his like live rants because oh my god, they're fantastic. I, I love that because he always starts off like it's going to be a. a q and A Q&A or something like that, and he gets the first question, and then just rants for the yeah, whole. Yeah, it's an hour, hour and, and a half. half. Or whatever. Yeah, he's definitely got some stories, but they're good stories. He's not just like yeah. telling you bullshit. Like his whole thing about Prince and the Prince film that never came to be is phenomenal. Um, just, just, just hilarious guy, and what an interesting life for yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely for sure. You know, we saw me, uh, the three of us. Uh, Drew didn't go, but the three of us saw him uh, with Jason Mewes in in Huntsville at Stand Up Live. You were there? Yeah, not at. I was. He went to a different show. show. Oh, that's right. We saw you when yeah. we were leaving. We yeah. went to the first show. You were at the second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got me a ticket for my birthday or Christmas or something. Thank you. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, it was me, you, and the Voice and uh, Alicia. Yeah, yeah it was a great show. And uh, and they read us a, a scene from Jay and Bob reboot, yeah. which is actually in the fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I was surprised. Like, I know Kevin Smith is a hilar- funny guy. Flarious. I was going to say funny or hilarious. Flarious. Flatio guy. Oh. <laughs> He's a funny guy, and I expect him to be funny. I wasn't, there was no doubt there. What I was surprised by in the live show is how much Jason Mio spoke. Muse? Muse? Meow. Did you say Jason? Did you say Meow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Meow. <laughs> Do I look like a cat to you, boy? <laughs> I was surprised how much he talked and how fucking funny he was. They were both. Super funny. I wish there was like some kind of meet and greet, you know. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. And, you know, but it was a great thing to actually yeah. see him. And I know that you said most people were should be introduced to Kevin Smith Clerks. Was that the first Kevin Smith movie you watched? My first was Mall Rats. Me too. Yeah. I had some stoner buddies and they we were hanging out at their house. We're like, hey, man, let's watch this Mall Rats again. And I'm like, Mall Rats again. I hadn't seen it. You in high school? Yes. Okay. So I watched Mall Rats, thought it was hilarious. I love this Jay and Silent Bob. I didn't know it was a throwback or who they were at the time. What caught my attention, though, and the reason I went and looked at this director more and started looking further into him, and at the time he only had all the one of the fucking film, which was Clerks, was that the credits end with a Weezer song that hadn't been like re- formally released. I mean, it was on the soundtrack, but I thought I had the only Weezer available at the time. I was a big Weezer fan. He I'm like, this is fucking Weezer. You were a big Weezer fan? <laughs> he, he, okay. he had you for life. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. Oh my. <laughs> I just, I just, I just deep throated the mic. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I get excited talking about Weezer. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, then I was like, I have to look into this guy further. Then I watched Clerks after that. Fucking love Clerks. I had, had a, I had a currently at the time had a job in customer service, you know what I'm saying, or retail. So so very mirrored my experience. Yeah. And that kind of set it off. I mean, I loved him ever since that. Yeah, the first one I watched was definitely Mallrats. Uh, we, me and my homies, you, you know, you all know these guys. Uh, well, you guys don't, I think, know Abe. Abe? I know Abe and love Abe. Me, Abe, and George. Every weekend would go to Blockbuster Video and we would rent a movie, right? And I had a rule. We would only rent and watch a movie if it was written and directed by the same person. Like, because back in the 90s, like, that was independent film. Yeah. If it was written and directed by the same person, you were pretty much sold. Like, you're, you're solid. It's gold. You're going to get something from Quentin Tarantino or Robert Rodriguez or Kevin Smith, right? Yeah. That's a good point. It's not so much nowadays. Right? Yeah. Um, but like, that was a rule. We picked up Mallrats because I think Abe was like, you know, I th- I've heard good things about this one. And I remember seeing the advertisements for it in comic books, right? So we probably watched it in like 96 or 97. 
and we just, I mean, obviously loved it. And then we watched Clerks. We found Clerks like the next weekend. Um, and that was my first experience with an expanded universe outside of the 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 old school uh, universal horror films, you know? And and I was just fascinated with that. But I was also just fascinated that in Mallrats, these people talked and acted like me and my friends. You know, it was all dick and fart jokes, making fun of each other. I was a big comic book nerd, still am, obviously. Brody <laughs> yeah. really kind of spoke to me. Um, but that, that, that it was a big, big influence. And I mean, then we watched Chasing Amy. And then when we were like Dogma was the first one I watched in movie theater. Yeah. And I was super, super excited. But at that point, me and you knew each other. Um, when Dogma is the out. first one where I re- remember being on the floor in the theater, even though Florida has theaters are strictly known for having like gross, dirty floors because I laughed so damn hard. I like fell over and was in pain. <laughs> yeah, right. Dogma. Yeah, and Dogma was, was hilarious, and then and then so on and so forth. Uh, Justin, what was the first one that you watched? What's the memory attached to it? Well, I was thinking that it was uh, James Silent Bob Strike Back. Just randomly seeing it on Comedy Central. What but a weird start. It, yeah, but oddly well, you're, enough, well, you're a little bit younger than us. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. As I say a lot on the podcast, meaning that he's like what? I mean, honestly, I'm like, he gets his driver's license. So next you're only week. like eight years younger than us. Yeah. Okay, but that 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 I think I was like nineteen. <laughs> but that that time is perfect for that. What are you, you doing know? with that yeah. alcohol, young man? <laughs> well, so what? like in nineteen ninety six, you were like way younger than us. You know what I'm saying? So like well, you should not have been watching Clerks and Mallrats at that point. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> that's true. But I thought I thought it might have been that, but I think I, I started thinking it might have actually been Clerks too when it came in the theaters because I don't think I was aware that was like of two thousand six, right? Yeah, I was junior in high school in 2006. Jesus. <laughs> but it yeah, I I might have watched Clerks like the day before going to see it, but it, it's one of the three and I watched them all in a really close like within a few months of each other. Yeah. Well, that's that's really so that's crazy that like even even if it wasn't Clerks too, if it was James and Bob, that's really like to me and John, that's a like we started almost near the beginning. Yeah. Almost. Almost. 94 was a little too early, yeah. I think, for me to realize independent film. Like, it, it took a little bit. Like, Chasing Amy was actually out when that one came out. When I watched Small Rats, I think Chasing Amy was already out. So it was probably like 97 when I watched that. Well, it makes sense because if I first, if I started out in, in or around 2006 when Clerks 2 came out, that puts me in the same age range as when you guys started watching this uh, View Askew. Yeah. Yeah, right? And that's actually a few years before we met each other. We met each other. Yeah. Yeah. So what about you, Drewski? Uh definitely Dogma. And I was I'm the I'm the youngest one out of all of you guys, so I'm a year younger than Justin. So you were five years old when you saw Dogma. <laughs> no, and y'all are talking about watching uh Mall rats or clerks in like '94. I'm like, I was four. <laughs> Talk what. about watching films when you're too young. That probably would not have been a film. Yeah, that's a 37 they, dicks. You're four years old watching. <laughs> mom, she sucks 37. Dicks. <laughs> Explain that to me, mom. She says in a row. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was definitely dogma. Like late night, Adult Swim or not Adult Swim, uh, Comedy Central. And yeah. I remember just seeing the cast because I knew who George Carlin was, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, and the the god Selma Hayek. Uh, uh, I forgot she was in that until I watched it earlier. I did not. It is such a good cast. Yeah. You forgot Alan Rickman. 
Alan Rickman, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I was focused on Selma Hayek, man. I, I was very young. I called him Gabri- Gabriel or something <laughs> You earlier. called him Gabriella <laughs> earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I would say Alan Rickman, to this day, is my favorite Megatron. Meta- oh, never mind. Metatron. Meta- Sorry, <laughs> I messed that up. Messed that up. <laughs> he was a phenomenal actor, no matter how you want to yeah, slice yeah. it. Yeah. So, so Dogma. And you saw that theatrically or you saw it in no, like at home? No, at home. Comedy Central. See, oh, I, you said that. You just said that. And I that's zoned the, out. That's the first one I watched in theaters was Dogma. Oh, yeah. And this yeah. was like late night on uh, cable. <laughs> yeah. Years, years, years later. Same. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. The, uh, although he's got a lot of great actors. Some, some actually started in his films. Or some had very small parts and kind of blossomed in his films. He, I would say, he jump started Jason Lee's career. You know, Jason Lee pre- previously he was just a skateboarder. Yeah, he was a skateboarder who apparently he auditioned for a role for a jeans ad because they needed a skateboarder, and he was a he was a skateboarder. And he's a great skateboarder, by the way. Look him up. Yeah, and uh, and they're like, oh no, we're canceling the skateboarding part. And he's like, oh okay, I guess I'm going to leave. And they're like, well, we'll give you a hundred dollars. If you want to be in it, he's like, what do I got to do? Like, just jump up and down. And he's like, okay, for $100, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of spawned his acting career. And uh, I think his first big part was Mallrats. Yes. So so there's a lot of great actors I think he's worked with. Either at Blossomed or, or he's friends with. Kevin Smith, like Ben Affleck, I would put up in the upper echelon of like great actors. Jelani may disagree with us, oh, but... God. But he's he's super. <laughs> let's just say he's mega famous, yeah. right? Everybody knows who Ben Affleck is. Yeah, and you know, but he's still the dick from Fashionably Male. Yeah, Shannon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> I was just wondering your favorite characters and performances that you stand out from a Kevin Smith film. It doesn't have to be from a Ski Universe, but it would help. I'm going to start with Drew. Who are some roles? Who are some roles or some characters or actors that to you were just like stand out in your mind? The one I always think of, no matter what Kevin Smith, it's always Jeff Anderson as Randall. Dude, yeah. I, yes. <laughs> just like the shit that he talked is just always the best. Like just making making people vomit in Clerks too. <laughs> just, just like just like, uh, just like wildly just talking about his racist grandma. <laughs> it's like oh, porch monkey. We're taking it back. And Take like the next back. the next scene, the back of his uh, shirt just says porch monkey for life. <laughs> he is he really is such a shitty person. Yeah. <laughs> but he's so funny. But he's also like has like blinders. Does that make any sense? Like he's oh. a shitty person, but I don't think he's cognizant. We're not talking his, about our favorite people. To his shitty personness, but je- he does such a good job as Randall Graves. Yeah, I was rewatching Clerks the other day, and I was I I was like, man, Randall's kind of my hero, <laughs> you know, because he's able to say shit that people can't say. Like as far as being a clerk, and John, I know that you said that you you know you used to work retail and customer service, whatever, yeah. right? And uh, you've moved beyond that. Yeah. Uh, good for you. Not not well, everybody. I wouldn't say. Right? Yeah. Uh, I still feel. I feel like I've been a clerk my entire fucking life. You know, and the things that Randall says in Clerks and Clerks Two and the animated series, like I like one hundred percent. And w- before the show, we were talking about. I, was, I thought Jeff Anderson was one of the worst actors in Clerks, but his delivery gets better, and he's one of the best parts of Clerks, the animated series. Oh my god, the show is so funny, and he is so great in that. I love. Uh, Randall Graves, uh, Jeff Anderson, he is Jeff. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Nobody else yeah. has played him. It's not. It's not like fucking Lando where there's different actors. <laughs> it's Jeff Anderson who does such a good job. What about you, Robbie? Besides Jeff Anderson, is the great Randall Graves? Who else stands out in your mind? And what characters do you like? Uh, my favorite performer is probably. 
I probably have the biggest crush on Ben Affleck, but Jason Lee. Jason Lee in every single movie yeah. that he's in is amazing. Banky, like I, Brody. Banky, Brody, um, Azrael. Yeah. Um, like, and sometimes Banky and Brody in the same movie. And I just, I, you know, Brody is me. When I, I was, when I was, like, when you first met me, I was Brody to a T. Oh, yeah. Like, everything. Living at home. You were a mall rat. <laughs> yeah. You were a big comic book <laughs> fan. Yep. Yeah, you, you really are Brody. I was super anal retentive about everything. You always um, had that goddamn Dixie cup. Well, I didn't have the Dixie. I didn't have Dixie cups, but I didn't have the Dixie cup. <laughs> just that one you keep refilling. Yeah. So I, I really, I, I really like Brody. Brody's probably my favorite, just because I relate to him the most. But uh, I, I really do think Brian O'Halloran is really good in all those movies. Like Dante, he's the best actor yeah. in Clerks. Hundred percent. And he, yeah. and he really gives it his all. Um, I really like Chris Rock as Rufus. That's a great character, <laughs> yeah. the Thirteenth Apostle. Yes. And. Uh, and then we'll talk more about them, but I mean, obviously, Jay and Silent Bob. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. What about you, Goldsmith? Dude, who, who you? Who you? What actors or which roles that stand out in your mind? I mean, obviously, when you think of Kevin Smith and all these movies that we've been talking about, Randall's the one that pops out. He's like he's the standout from all those movies. But uh, Alan Rickman as yeah. Metatron and and uh, Dogma. He, so Alan good. Rickman in anything. Alan yeah. Rickman is just a phenomenal actor. Yeah, and one that I was wondering if anybody was going to bring up. We talked about this at lunch the other day, and I we didn't even realize it was him until like a minute into his scene. Johnny Depp in oh, Tusk. Tusk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, it's the, so the, good as the yeah, the French detective, the French Canadian inspector. I remember when I watched that, and I was like, "Is that Johnny Depp?" Yeah, like two minutes into his scene. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, like he that's the best. I mean. I'm not just saying that because it's Johnny Depp, because there's other bigger actors. Alan oh, Rickman I shouldn't and have had that extra well, slider. He's in Yoga Hosers too, right? I, that's, I didn't get to it. His daughter is is the other yeah. main role in Yoga Hosers. Yeah, yeah. It's Harley and it's Mrs. Depp. <laughs> Miss Depp, <laughs> John Depp's daughter. And I think that him, her being cast, I think is what kind of propelled him to be in the film, even in a smaller part, because of, because of that. No nepotism there. Kevin Smith. He definitely doesn't have nepotism in his, his films. I, I, you know, another one, nobody mentioned this, but uh, Rick Darris is another one of my favorite characters in these movies. Like, I love Rick Darris. Like, you, you meet him in Clerks, right? But he's he's the asshole guy that's always sleeping around with people's boyfriends. They always mention him in all these... Sleeping around with people's boyfriends? Or girlfriends. Okay. Um, I, I'm not... I'm, 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 you know, you, we don't know yet, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that may be a good exploration. But like the guy that played Rick Darris was just one of Kevin's friends because that's everybody that was in Clerks yeah. was pretty much one of his friends or some New Jersey college actor like like Brian and uh, Jeff were. Um, and I actually, I don't think Jeff even was an actor. I think he actually kind of auditioned for the role of Randall as kind of a joke and got it because he delivers that so well. And it seems like that's what I'm hearing from you guys is how... Like, I think we all love Randall because we all wish we could get away with what Randall yeah. gets yeah. away with. I think oh, yeah. he's kind of burned out in the retail world, so he just does what he fucking wants. Versus Dante is still very much like, the customer's always right, and yeah. I value my job, and I'm not going to piss off customers. And Jeff Anderson's character, Randall, just does not give a fuck. Well, you remember Abe. Yes. And Abe was Dante, and I was Randall. That Exactly. And you were our manager. Oh, my God, it was a nightmare. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know, and like just the fact that what Randall can get away with that scene where he's like, "I don't appreciate your ruse, ma'am." 
<laughs> your cunning attempt to trick what? me. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, when he spits water, he's like spitting water oh at life God. or whatever. You think that was offensive? Yeah. How look about that this. one? When he's like, yeah, look, at, I think you can see your kidneys. <laughs> like, oh my God, dude. <laughs> I want to rent porn. You guys, you have porn at your store. And the I moment want better you, porn. The moment you first meet him in Clerks, when he shows up and that woman's there, and so he like. Because he's late. To the, yeah. And he, yeah, this place fun. sucks. And he opens it up and he's like, oh, man, I hate it when I can't rent my videos. And they're like, yep, don't, I know the video I want. It's right there. I'm going to get it. He goes, I bet you 20 bucks you don't get that movie. <laughs> 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 what about you, John? Randall Graves, top of my list. Shit you not. There Second you is Brody, which you've already talked about. Jason Lee, great actor. And then, of course, Jay and Silent Bob. Like, I think Jay is... One of the most undervalued, undervalued people, at Jason Mewes, in Hollywood, especially when they were doing the animated show, they were like the member of the ABC or whoever did, did not want him. Like, who's playing Jay? Like, oh, Jason Mewes who played him in the. Well, like, they no, did. We well, don't want do. this. Universal didn't want him for uh, Mallrats. Remember they oh. they they cast Brecken Meyer oh as God. Jay, <laughs> and they told Kevin like one fucking mistake from this dude, and Brecken's coming in, and like Jason Mewes like worked his ass off. And learned all of his lines and did everything he needed to do for that film. Isn't that He's, crazy? I can't imagine sense. somebody else playing Jay. There's another reality, Jay. man, where yeah. Breck and Meyer <laughs> became famous for playing Jay. And they did like 20 Jay and Silent Bob movies instead of just like eight. <laughs> <laughs> instead of Sex Trip or whatever the fuck. <laughs> what was that show? What road was Trip. Road, road Trip. He's sex in road trip? trip? Yeah. I think your memory <laughs> of that movie is about certain I'm thinking aspects of, sex drive, of it. Well, sex, which drive. Is, sex Drive, which I love. Which is hilarious. Different film. Yes. Okay. It does yeah. have Cyclops in it. Everybody's talking about Randall <laughs> and Brody. And this turned me into Jason Lee fan. Like, I watch movies like Drawing Flies. Yeah. You know, and I watched Kissing a Fool and owned that on VHS because I love Jason Lee so much. It wasn't because I love David Schwimmer, though I think Ross is one of my favorite friends, to be honest. I mean, he's an asshole and he's easy to make fun of. Anyway. <laughs> but who also didn't Nobody like... Nobody in that show yeah. does physical comedy like David Schwimmer. Anyway. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> we'll hold this for the David Schwimmer podcast. Joey Lauren Adams as Alyssa Jones is amazing yes. in Chasing Amy. That role is amazing. And then when you know the actual personal stuff that was going on, she was Kevin's girlfriend. Yeah, at the They time. dated, and then they broke up. Talk about batting out of your league or whatever, hitting and... Yeah. <laughs> You know well, what I'm saying? this was something that really kind of like changed my life was that Kevin Smith back in the day, he was like, yeah, you know, everybody always talks about how, you know, you can't get a girl because of the way you look or whatever. He's like, to me in my life, it was always about personality. And that's something I found. It doesn't matter if you got some extra weight, if you're, if you're tons of fun, you know, or whatever, like if you got the personality to back it up, people are going to be attracted to you. And that's what the Kevin Smith's got personality out the yin yang. Yeah. I agree with you there. And, and out of his dick hole. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like tonight we got to make as many dick and fart jokes as possible in honor of Kevin Smith because that's how he made his bread. Oh, <laughs> yeah, snooches. Yeah. Snoochie, smoochie. Is that, what, it, is that um, what the word is? Snoochie boochies, asshole. Snoochie boochie. Who fucking talks like that? That <laughs> is baby talk. Baby yeah. talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, yeah. He's got some great characters, great actors. He's worked with a lot of great people, and we're gonna explore a little more about the Jay and Silent Bob, the skew universe a skew universe however you want to call it when we come back the view a skew universe the view a skew universe thank you when we come back we're gonna take a little break because i am out of beer so i gotta go get some more beer we'll be right back we'll be right back on pop culture philosophers
Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Pop Culture Philosophers. I'm Rockin' Robbie Billups. Joining me, of course, is John Hammertime Holshue. Hell yeah. And Justify Justin <laughs> Goldsmith. Hey. And Dashing Drew Manson. Damn yeah. <laughs> Somehow, during the break, Drew lost his pants and his pantsless now. Yeah. The audience can't see this. It's okay because we're sitting at a table. But he's more comfortable this way, he said. <laughs> yeah. Like every radio host. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think this is one of the first podcasts I've done in a long time where I'm wearing shoes, actually. Why That's are you weird. wearing shoes? I don't know. <laughs> I was so nervous. I was like, what, if, your what, what if Kevin <laughs> listens to this? <laughs> I better wear shoes. <laughs> I better wear shoes. Um, so, yeah, we've been talking about Kevin Smith. And we just talked about our favorite characters and performances. We talked about our first movies we've seen. We talked about Kevin Smith himself. So let's get to the meat of this show. Um, or actually, I guess the top five is the meat. So this this is the, the potatoes. Appet- of the yeah, show. Potatoes, this yeah. is appetizer. <laughs> or is the first segment the appetizer? The first segment was no. Well, the first segment's the yeah. If the first segment's the, de- the, the appetizer, demi- it's the demi glaze. We're in the peas and carrots right now, not the potato even. I'll be honest with you. I sometimes start with the crust on the pizza. <laughs> You're like Donald so I'm, fucking yeah, Trump. <laughs> I'm not the one you should be asking about this. <laughs> and it's not even a stuffed. It's actually a thin crust Ew. that he's eating. That's what sucks. Well, let. I don't even want to go here. I love. <laughs> I'm just gonna say I love a thin crust pizza. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. But I'm not gonna eat that shit crust first. Exactly. No. First of all, what crust? It has to be a good crust. Some people don't have a good thin crust. Who's got the best thin crust? You know, for for a for a legitimate. This like, is an after hours for, thing. For, we'll talk about pizza for the yeah, after hours. Okay. <laughs> for a non pop mom and pop shop, I think pizza has the best. Pizza has the best thin crust. Pizza. Who? What pizza? pizza I think pizza has the best thin crust. <laughs> pizza. Pizza. <laughs> You're pizza. right. You're right, John. Pizza has a better thin crust than lasagna. Yeah. Than cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to clarify that in After Hours. <laughs> anyway, so PCP After Hours is the show after the show. It's a Patreon exclusive, patreon.com slash PCP. Yeah, and you want to subscribe or get involved because we're going to talk about Thin Crust Pizza. $1 a month, you get yeah. After Hours. Yeah, and a pe- and my famous pizza recipe will be listed on there. Yeah, well, I can't wait to hear that one. It's lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> it's hamburger lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're getting to the Viewisk universe right now. So Jay and Silent Bob, we'll talk about... First of all, I really want... The segment is titled Jay and Silent Bob and the Viewisk universe, right? So first of all, the greatest creation of Kevin Smith is Jay and Silent Bob, right, John? Hell yeah. And the recurring roles, and I just... I love them both. And the consistency... When I first saw my first introduction to them, Mallrats, so obviously, even though they're funny in it, and I like the Batman spoof or whatever... I didn't know who these characters were, and nor did I give a fuck. Like I enjoyed the film, but I didn't know the throwback or anything like I that. I think you learn more about them in Mallrats than yeah. you're actually doing Clerks. Oh yeah, and they're they're great, and uh, Jason's great, and like we saw them live, yeah. and they're both just hilarious. Seem like awesome people, people you'd want to hang up, hang out, and have a beer with. Yeah, and what's really crazy is that a lot of people that maybe were a little bit younger than us, like Justin and Drew here, um, that that got into them at like Clerks two and Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, like. Like they're big parts of those movies. Oh yeah, they're not big parts of Clerks, Mallrats, and Chasing Amy no. at all. But they're important parts, you know. Yeah, and they're and, the glue of the yeah, viewers. Yeah, Mallrats was my first one. I fell in love with those characters. I didn't even smoke as much weed as I do now. Back then, I, mean, I smoked. Yeah, I smoked weed, but I didn't. Like <laughs> if I went back to like nineteen ninety-seven, Robbie, I would look at him and be like, "You fucking idiot!" <laughs> like you, you think you, you think you chief? You about to start the Chiba Nation? You ain't shit. You have been watching the Joe Rogan podcast, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm just going. I'm like, who gives a shit anymore, right? Anyway, so 
<laughs> what am I doing? Um, <laughs> We're talking about the view of yeah, Jay and Silent yeah. Bob. Uh, Jay, uh, so that I get what you're saying, John, right there. Like that, that the idea of who Jay and Silent Bob were came to us in Mallrats. But like, I remember like just eating all that shit up. You know, we were talking about watching those movies. I had a VHS cassette that I taped because you know you you have the two VCR set up, right? Yeah. So you could rent a movie and and copy it. And I had one tape on extended play. So I could put Clerks, Marats, and Chasing Amy on it, and that was always in a rotation in my room. And like, if I went to sleep, it would turn off, and then when I woke up, I'd hit play. Whatever point it was at, we're good. And I just ate up every appearance by Jay and Silent Bob. What do you think about Jay and Bob? Well, yeah, they are definitely the, the they're the definitely the constant of the Viewisk universe because they're the same in every movie, aside from Kevin Smith losing weight for a reboot. Yeah. They're which they make part of the story. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty funny. Yeah. But uh, the Jason Mewes, we didn't really talk about it earlier. We talked about how good of delivery Randall had or what's his name? John uh Jeff Anderson. Jeff Anderson. Yeah. Um Jason Mewes as Jay is like effortless. It's like he's not even acting. It's feel like it's just like him. Well, in clerks, <laughs> he's literally not acting. Yeah. Like that is him, and Kevin yeah. wrote that character based on Jason Mewes. He's yeah. like he was this weird fucking dude. We weren't even super friends, but like we met him when he was deep throwing an arcade machine. <laughs> <laughs> but like you can watch Clerks and realize that he's not acting. He's just kind of going off, doing his normal thing, you know. And he yeah. Yeah. he had to take roles like Mallrats, and then in particular Dogma, very seriously, you know. But uh. You know, he had he's had drug problems yeah. over the years, substance abuse. Um, the reason got, they did the tour, over, by yeah, the way. He's gotten over that. You yeah. know, they got their podcast now. He's got a kid. Yeah, um, married, has a kid. That's a that's probably yeah, the, the, the greatest story in all of the Kevin Smith view askew shit, right? Is Jason Muse's real life. Yeah. Yeah. It's he's a phenomenal stuff. guy. Listen to him talk, whatever. He's a funny guy. Seems like a genuinely nice guy. He did that movie with Paris Hilton. <laughs> well <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> Which, wait, which of one? Of course you did. <laughs> wait, was never, that actually I, him? Yeah, he's in that. He's in one of those movies with Paris Hilton, but I I don't know if that was when he was clean or if he was oh, still using. I thought you were talking about the sex tape. <laughs> no, I wasn't making a joke. There's a movie oh. with Paris Hilton that he's in. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's one of, yeah. He, no, that was Brian Urlacher. <laughs> also, isn't he in, uh, is he in Drawing Flies? I don't remember if it's in John Flies. It's in Zach and Mary, but that's... He is in Zach that's and Mary. A, that's that, that's not a View Askew universe film, Yeah, but it's a Kevin Smith film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay and Bob, real quick. Drew, what do you think about them? They're funny. <laughs> they're the, <laughs> you and, said real quick. No. And they're, uh, yeah, they're, and they're the glue of the View Askew universe. Yeah, they are. Like whenever, like it, It's like the rite of passage whenever like the camera pans or whatever. You just see them like like in every clerk's like they're just hanging outside or... <laughs> <laughs> or like accosting people, yeah, <laughs> Play, you, blasting music. You know how Clerks has those title cards throughout the movie, right? And it starts off with like Dante, and then yeah. Randall has his own. And then uh, since we had seen Mallrats first, when I'm watching Clerks, and then it just comes up and it goes Jay and Silent Bob. I'm like, yeah, man, Yo. <laughs> hell yeah, I'm down. So the Viewisk universe to me was like one of the first shared universes that I recognized outside of the Universal ones. I think the Universal horror films. That's the first cinematic shared universe, right? I don't think there was that good of a cinematic universe <laughs> since then and un- up until Marvel. Really? No. I think the best like Kevin between Smith those beat two, Marvel to it, dude. Yeah, yeah, between those two, I think the Viewisk universe is probably the biggest cinematic, cinematic uh, universe. 
You got Star Trek. Nah. But those are all in the same <laughs> property. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's those are all are Star shared? Trek movies. How you, I, mean, I get what you're saying. I mean, but there I, were multiple shows. There are sequels, though. And the shows, I'm talking about movies. Just just a cinematic Well, like yeah, a films. cinematic universe. The first one is universal horror, right? Dracula, yeah. Wolfman, Frankenstein, the yeah. monster, all that shit, right? What did we really have? Like, you can't count James Bond because they're each successive movies. Yeah. You know, it's they're just sequels. It's all a line. Yeah. This is a thing where there were a bunch of different movies that were completely unique that had the same characters in it. And yeah. it okay. wasn't just Jay and Silent Bob. There's other threads. The biggest one I remember is I watched Mallrats first. And I remember I hadn't seen Clerks at this time. I go back and watch Clerks. And they go to that funeral, which you don't see, which he made the comic, which is fucking hilarious. Yes. And then you realize, oh, Brody is the one responsible for this girl going to the pool, trying to lose weight, yeah. dying. And it's the funeral that that Dante and Randall go to. So they, there's more threads connected to it than just Jay and Silent Bob. There's references to other characters. Yep. There's there's a lot threading those those movies together. For instance, um, Alyssa Jones's sister is in Clerks. She's the woman that comes up there and Rick Darris is there and they're talking about how Dante is out of shape. Yeah. That's Alyssa Jones' sister. You hear sister. him grunt when he put that milk on the counter? Yeah, right? <laughs> you, know? you know? And that's a tiny little thing. You know? And, the, and like, that, it gets referenced. Trish the Dish gets referenced. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the woman that, like, dies at the funeral, right? Like, you watch Clerks and it's a, it's a, it's a legendary scene because it was never filmed. It was in the script, but they never filmed yeah, it. Yeah, they just they, see them running away. They yeah. did the comic book, and they they actually filmed it eventually. The comic is so fucking funny. The comic is funny. Phil Hester yeah. did the artwork. We'll get more into the comics later. Um, there were three Clerks comics, though, that were fucking amazing. Um, yeah, the Viewers Universe, th- those connections. To me, it really inspired me. When I started writing my first movies, and I've, you know, I'm not any big shot. I've never made these things, right? But I wrote a movie called Skip Day. It's it's basically fucking because of mall rats and clerks. Like it was, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. You pick one location, right? But in Skip Day, I picked a whole locate, like a bunch of locations. But I was like, you do a day in the life, right? And so Skip Day is a senior high school Skip Day. Yeah. And so it had all these jokes and references. And then I wrote that undesired echoes script that uh, is going to become the comic book Chloe. Yeah, the comic book. And. Uh, it had a scene involving the, that had the characters from Skip Day in it. And I just kept doing this. And I was like, I was, the, the Smile or Else Productions, we're just going to... I love that. It's the inside joke. You know? And to me, there is nothing funnier than the inside joke. And that's what the Viewers Universe gave us throughout all those films. What do you think, uh, Justin, about why it works so well? Why the shared universe? Yeah. For, you know, like, why it works so well for Kevin? Well, I, speaking from... Just me, like that's always been my favorite thing about movies and TV and stuff like that is the shared references to other stuff. Like, so that's like one of the reasons why you like Star Trek. Yeah, like Star yeah. Trek between the movies and the TV shows and all that stuff. It's all one, one thing. And to have these random characters show up in other scenarios or whatever uh, is just it's just a really cool thing for me. I I really really love that, and that's why I've love the Marvel Cinematics Universe so much, and that's why I've watched all of the Arrowverse in its entirety so far, and like a bunch of people have dipped off of it, but I still love it. Yeah. Because... Kevin loves it too. It gives it some yeah. feet. It makes it this <clears throat> film that may be a single film spell feel like when you go watch that film again, 
feel bigger than it was because I'm like, oh, this yeah. is feels like it's more than just a standalone film. That being said, Kevin's films, all of Kevin's films are great standalone films. Yeah, just happen to be intrinsically linked to each yeah. other. Yeah, and it makes you want to pay more attention to it. Yes, because that's like an incentive for the director, the the people that are making it to do that, and it's because it gives the viewer more incentive to pay closer attention to it to look for all the little easter eggs and it's also a, together. a really great way to make yourself as the writer director famous <laughs> yeah, that's yeah true. like i'm serious you get people yeah. that are like into your work because they want to check out all well we got to watch all of kevin's films because they all take place in the same yeah they're all linked universe. together yeah. yeah you get a, then, sol- a solid base yeah before. and he's got he's got the comic books that jump in you know that's something that star trek has always done there's comic books that really elaborate mm-hmm. in novels and all that kind of stuff. we're surrounded by them right now to be honest with you yeah. um so there's all this stuff that like really like gives credence to this yeah, and it make, expands the universe chasing amy on its own is a great movie fantastic great independent movie from the 90s yeah we remember it because jay and silent bob show up in one fucking scene but they <laughs> reference all these other movies it's definitively it takes place in this in this town this small town and huntsville to me almost felt like red bank like i felt like maybe we were in the same fucking place you know what i'm saying maybe it's colder there and we like baseball and football more than hockey but like it's kind of almost the same thing. I feel like Huntsville's one of those towns that's like, it's not a small town, but it's not a big city, but it's like right in between. And Kevin was really saying a lot with these early films that are all tied in together. He had a lot to say about what it felt like to not go to college, to kind of, to drop out, actually. You know, he dropped out of mm-hmm. film school. Um <clears throat> Because he went to film school, but he dropped out, right? I think yeah. he dropped out. He's like, why am I spending money on this when I could be using this money to make a film? And, yeah. that's, and that's what he did. And, and that's what he did. maxed out credit cards and all that shit. Sold his comic book collection. And a lot of the inside jokes are just because they're based on his friends. They're based on circumstances. Like the whole shutters being closed at cl- and clerks is all because they had a film at night. Yeah. You know, but it led to this whole fucking thing, which led to the... You smell like shoe polish, yeah. and it's just the repeated jokes and all that stuff is really funny. Speaking of repetitive, <laughs> Drew, what do you what do you think about the <laughs> why does the why does the whole shared universe work so well? Oh, well, part of it, like it's one of those things, like uh, the because Kevin Smith became so popular and he established that floor. It's like it's like Spike Lee's audience. Like if you see like a Spike Lee joint, you know it's going to be probably pretty good and it's going to be this like a lot of the same people watching it and a lot of that is like kevin smith like his films never do well like box office wise but like a ton but there's such this huge level of love for them and it started because of that yeah like i think straight up because of that because i was fascinated with the idea that oh my god Alyssa jones like that's the character who's the 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 sister of the one random person from clerks that one scene in clerks (laughs) you know and like they would there's so much talking in those movies, you know. And first oh, yeah. of all, you know, people. I, he's he's been critiqued. He was critiqued very heavily in the '90s for for having regular people talk more intelligently than they actually should. Yeah, the way they <laughs> speak, especially in that long. Yeah, yeah, I like, agree. And and like they were like Kevin Smith and Kevin Williamson. Kevin Williamson does the same thing. Watch yeah. Scream. Watch Dawson's Creek. Jesus Christ. Yeah. If people, only there was a Scream, <laughs> Kevin Smith, oh wait, they do that. Yeah, they do in, in Scream 3. James Bob are in yeah. Scream 3. Yeah. <laughs> it was also funny to me because my parents are both from New Jersey, like like born and raised. And then when they watched one of these movies and they'd be like, oh, it's like set in there, like filmed in like Red Bank or whatever. And like, oh yeah, we were like 50 minutes away from there. Yeah, that's that's cool. like, it was always cool to me. I was like, oh shit. And then it's like, well... <laughs> Wish we still lived over there. Maybe I could have walked on and made a little bit of money. And it's allowed a place for 
for fans to to have a pilgrimage. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You can go there you to can, his bookstore. You can go to the Jay and Silent Bob Secret Stash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can go to quick the stop. Quick Stop and what used to be the video RST store. and slash Cock Smokers Chicken <laughs> Restaurant <laughs> slash Dispensary. Yeah, right. <laughs> um. So yeah, it, it it's just it's a fun thing, and we always planned on going up there. And seeing all that shit, but we, we still never can. did. Yeah, we should. We're not dead yet. We're not dead yet. Maybe yeah. we should. Yeah, where we going? We we'll go try to see Walt. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever y'all want to drive to New Jersey, just leave me out of it. Okay. <laughs> I've, I've done that drive before. I used to live closer to that, and I was already like thirteen or fourteen hours. The greatest thing to me about the VSK universe too is there's just those those lines that like, he's faster than Walt Flanagan's dog. And then you read the comic book and you find out why Walt Flanagan's dog is so fast and what they're talking about. And then like, you see comic, you read, you see the comic book show, and there's there's the real Walt fucking Flanagan. And then you're like, he's in all these movies. He played like he was the Lon Chaney of Clerks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all these characters. Yeah, because what do you do if you have holes in your film? You film with your friends. Yeah. Even if it's small bit parts, even if it's somebody's you know working at a background character or selling something. And his ongoing character, Walt the fanboy. Yeah, and well, Steve okay. Dave is is uh was it Brian Johnson? Is that his name? The other guy from Comic Book Men? Yeah, yeah. That that's that's Steve Dave and and play Naked Robert in Walt Flanagan's basement, <laughs> whatever the fuck. You know, Brian is. Brian uh directed uh Vulgar. You remember really? that? Yeah, remember I remember that. that. Yeah, because which is their insignia on View Askew. Yeah, so. View Askew did more than just like other people did movies too. Like Drawing, Drawing Flies. Flies is one of them. Yeah, where Jason Lee leads this these people on Canadian welfare. And he has this fascination to go and find Bigfoot. <laughs> like, what? But it's a great is, yeah, film. It's a great film. It kind of shows his range. This is pre, um, what was his show? What was his ongoing show? My Name is Earl. My Name is Earl, which is a great and funny show. And by the way, you know, we're talking a lot of good stuff about Jason Lee. He is a, I, he's a Scientologist. Yeah. Okay, you got to <clears> break really? down the whole so? fucking podcast. What? I said, I said <laughs> Did you say so? still? No, oh, I, so? I, no, that's why I was like, because I'm the Tom Don't Cruise. Don't they worship well, okay. Tom Cruise, Mark? <laughs> Some, Jamie, will you look this up for me? Don't um, they worship the bad guy from Thundercats? <laughs> will you look this Close up enough. for me, Justin? I want to make sure. I don't want to talk shit. I think Ethan Supley is. Have you seen college. him lately? He looks yes, fantastic. He's fucking jacked, dude. He got jacked. He looks so great. I Good saw those photos. You, I showed Supley. him to Mike, and I was like, look, dude. Jason Lee left the Church of Scientology in 2016. Good awesome. For, Good for fucking him. Good yeah. for him. When's Good. Leah gonna get him on her show? <laughs> I'll watch that. <laughs> I'll watch anything Jason Lee. I love Jason Lee. I watch Heartbreakers because of Jason Lee. You know, it almost seems, though, that every film by Kevin Smith that I enjoy is connected to the Viewers universe, for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. I Occasionally, he'll dip out, do something different, either a film that was written by somebody else, or he just wants to branch out because he, I think he's a talented individual. So he's done some other things besides the Fuse Universe. Um, so what are your favorites? Is is my question. What films have you have you have you watched? Have you seen? Have you enjoyed? So really, I think beyond the uh, the Fuse Universe, we've got Cop Out, which is written by somebody else. Originally called Two Dicks, by the way. Because they're two detectives, but they made him change the title. Surprisingly and, so. Yeah, which I think is a great name, actually, for a film. But of what it was based on, it makes sense. It wasn't just trying to beat Vulgar, but it's a funny title. Um, Cop Out is also a great name. Mediocre film, but we'll get to that. Yeah. He also did uh, Red State, Tusk, Yoga Hosers. Am I missing another film? I know he's done all the things besides films. Oh, and then, of course, Zach and Mary. Well, there's Zach and Mary, but what's crazy is apparently there's a lawyer in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back 
who is the same actor who plays the same character in Zack and Miri, which some people say establishes Zack and Miri as part of the Viewisk universe. Oh, Justin Long, yes. Yeah. Who is yeah, also I was trying Tusk. to think of that earlier. He's I knew also yeah. the guy in Tusk. Yes. So he's not playing that same character. No, but yeah, but it's is. the same actor. Yeah. Um. So he has obviously a friendship with Justin Long. And that's another thing that makes his movies work. It's not that they're just connected as far as story goes. Sometimes, but he casts a lot of his same actors. Yeah. Or if he, I mean, if you work with somebody and you would like them, and say they're in a bit part, and you're like, man, I got this vehicle coming up. I'd like you to be the main, you know, be the main protagonist yeah. or whatever. Um. If it works, it works. I actually like Justin Long. I wish he was in more films. Uh, yeah. I didn't. Get, I don't love Tusk, but we'll get, that's not Justin Long's fault. So, uh, have you seen these other films? It. I'm gonna start with Goldsmith. Have yeah. you seen those other films? I know you saw Tusk. Yeah, I actually we both like said, Tusk. "quote," and I quote, "What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, it's 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 out there. <laughs> it's a lot, but it's a really cool. I really love the setup for it and the idea of the story. Uh, we like Haley Josman, Haley Joe Osman getting work. We're always happy about that. Yeah. Sans, yeah. Sans, uh, friend of the show, the boys, what? <laughs> Sir Haley yeah. Josman, friend of the show, yeah, friend of the show. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, no, I actually really like that movie a lot. Um, it's a really cool setup, uh, interesting, uh, really interesting story. <laughs> it's definitely interesting. It's uh, body horror uh, is the only word to, to describe it. Really, when I saw the original advertisement, I'm like, it reminded me of. Uh, Human Centipede. Well, as far it's as a the, riff yeah. on yeah. Human Centipede. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Is. So I'm like, okay. And I get what they're doing. I guess it started on the Smodcast as kind of concept. Yeah. I was going to say the... Uh, the but it so being made would blew my mind. They, they came out with, on the Smodcast. I didn't realize it until I was showing you the scene after the credits of uh, uh, Tusk. There's a scene after the credits. What happened to Johnny Depp when they went into the mansion and he didn't show up for like two minutes? Yeah, I've seen it. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, they came up with the idea for that and... I. Don't know if it was actually on the podcast, but they there's it's a trilogy of movies that are related, and it's that Yoga Hosers, which I didn't see, but it has the two girls from the gas station, their yeah. their daughters, and a movie that's been in development since 2015 or so Ugh. called Moose Jaws, or it's a giant moose. It's, I guess that's what it is. Well, the actual tagline for the movie on IMDb says, "Like Jaws, 1975, but with a moose." <laughs> Well, well, Smith's a big Jaws fan. Yeah. As evident by the name of the main characters from Mallrats, right? Yeah, or yeah. the references uh, in yeah. Clerks yeah, into it, the water. Uh, it, <laughs> you need a bigger boat. And in Mallrats, too, again, like, I was going to propose to her. Yeah. When? When Jaws popped out the water. Which is right, that right's gone, by the I way. No, I no. never got to go. I never got Same. to go either. I did. It was it was broken when I went. It's, oh, really? some, it's some <laughs> bullshit right now, isn't it? They they changed it in some, like, bullshit new movie or something? No. It, um... The area, some of uh, Amity Harbor is still there, and there's a seafood restaurant there, but the ride isn't. Okay. I was afraid like they turned it into like Fantasy Island or some shit. No. I don't fucking know. No, they just All right. kind of... Has it, but it was broken when you were there, it. so maybe it's something different now. Yeah, Who one knows? of the one of the big yeah. downfalls of Kevin Smith because you said this movie's been in development for like five years, right? Yeah. Never come well, so is so is Clerks three and Mallrats two and yeah. like, Howard the Duck the movie. Yeah, which like Marvel officially canceled by the yeah, way. Yeah, it was going to be an animated series, but yeah, they did cancel oh, okay. that. Yeah, I didn't know that. And the, another movie called Kilroy was here. That's in post production. I'm looking at his IMDb. I think right that's now. a Sticks music video. Drew. <laughs> What about the non universe films? Have you seen them? Have you do enjoy them? I have. I insight. Not... <laughs> did you see Red State? I did see Red State. I immediately passed out right after it, so I didn't get to internalize any of it. But I remember like not hating it. 
I, I, yeah, the, uh, I had the same feeling as you guys when I saw Tusk, like, what the fuck? (laughs) The, uh, but no, my favorite of his non stuff is definitely Zach and Mary. Yeah. Hilarious. I like, I just, the Dutch rudder, the Lester, the, (laughs) the Lester, the molester cock and cock and stoof. Like, I like never use the word shit and covered in the same (laughs) sentence. (laughs) It has Craig Robinson early on in his career, and he's funny as hell in everything he yeah. does. It is. It's great cast. It's a hilarious movie. I I really think that's his best of his non-esque universe because he went back to comedy, and it was written by him. I'm not knocking Cop Out. I think Cop Out's okay. He very much did it for the money. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and he admits that. Yeah, but you know, because he's like, I'm gonna do horror. I'm gonna do comedy horror. But then he went back to just classic horror stuff he wrote, and Zach and Miri was painfully funny. Robbie. What about you? What do you think of his non-Skewniverse films? Um, I think for the most part they suck. I uh, I do like Zack and Miri. I think that one's probably the best because it's super funny and vulgar and crude and crass, but it yeah. also has a heart to it. It does. It really yeah. does. I didn't expect that. Like that whole like, oh, it's not. It's like you guys weren't fucking. You were making love. Yeah, and the one thing too about <laughs> you know those movies, even Strike Back and Reboot, they have heart there. Oh, you know, yeah. Kevin's trying yeah. to get some heart across. You know, it's a little bit more cynical. When clerks and mall rats are there, but from chasing Amy, like in Dogma, like that, those movies are filled with heart. Yeah, they hit you in the in the that deep down, yeah, subcockles, in the feels. Nobody has mentioned Jersey Girl, <laughs> <laughs> which was his first foray outside of the Viewisk universe, and it didn't work. And then he went back and did. Isn't that Liv Tyler and Ben Affleck? Yeah, and Jennifer Lopez. And Jennifer Lopez. And, yeah. Like, uh, but Jennifer Lopez is only in the very beginning. Well, right? is it is it Liv Tyler? Or is it uh, Jennifer Garner? It's Liv Tyler. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's. Oh, so I basically, it. yeah. Jennifer Lopez in the beginning. That's even she before. That's before Strike Back, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That was his first. Yeah, non-skewed, and it was a more serious film. Um, I enjoyed. I think it's okay. I don't think it's his best film. I still think his best film outside this universe is Zack and Mary. And it's I, I would agree. funnier, but it's probably not takes itself as serious as. I don't think he's a great horror writer slash director. I think Red yeah. State is okay yeah. but tusk is brilliant for like 40 minutes tusk is a bizarre film but, but then but it just 40 minutes. <laughs> for 40 minutes it's like really good it's it's suspenseful and then when when the shit actually starts happening that same concept could have been done more creepy unless it was campy and it yeah. got it, it, the tone of the movie completely shifted for me yeah i will admit that I like. I still liked it though, but it did change. Yeah, yoga. Yeah, I heard he yoga the, hosers is yeah. not good. I heard he did the first <laughs> half of Tusk, and the rest was Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a that's a. I hear a that Bustle a lot. Reference, but I, I think Zach and Mary's the best one. And it was also cool to see Jeff Anderson. Yes. Yeah. In a role that's not Randall. Yeah, and it was. I what, thought it was, was really, he the really dude funny. that got shit on? Wasn't he? No, that was. Yeah, I yeah. was thinking that he's was the, Jay. He's it was the cameraman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, Jay was the actor. Yeah, yeah, Jay was the the porn actor. It's yeah, it's a great cast overall. I mean, it was not a, not successful, as yeah. I mentioned, and it was what broke the relationship between him and the Weinstein company. Yeah, which Drew mentioned maybe Steve. for the better, probably for the best. <laughs> yes, um, I'll say this though, and this is something I I think somebody mentioned this on a live stream I was doing or something. And I never thought about it, but Zach and Miri is where he met Seth Rogen and where Kevin actually started smoking weed for real. Yeah. He didn't smoke yep. weed before that. He didn't even smoke cigarettes when Clerks was out. Look at the really? difference. Like when he's smoking cigarettes and Clerks, you can tell he's like chimney smoking. Yeah. 
But if you watch like Chasing Amy, he's fucking smoking. And he got addicted, right? He's no longer a smoker. But uh, he started smoking weed with Zach and Miri. And from that point forward, he has nothing to say. Like, and I'm not trying to like bash on him too much. But like, I don't really think a lot of his other films outside of the view of universe are good. And I even think the later films, like I don't like Clerks too. I'm not excited for Clerks 3. I'm not even excited for Twilight of the Mallrats. When you know, if, if, and when that's going to happen. If it happens, happen. yeah. But like, because I, I think there's something almost valid to that. Thankfully, I watched Reboot. Yeah. Reboot kind of has some heart, but it also is very integral to be a part of the Viewers universe. Yeah, right? it doesn't yeah. stand alone. Um, and it's funny, and it, and it does have those those moments of nuance in there, but it kind of does come right there. Now, I think it has more to do with the fact that he became successful, got a family, had a kid. Yeah, people change. He's he was happy. Yeah, there's. His movies are driven by angst, like Clerks, Chasing Amy, um, Dogma. He has no angst. Those are those are movies that are anymore that are like he's he's screaming out about relationships, about life, about being stuck, about religion. He's fighting that right, yeah. and and it seems like he got all of it out of his system. It's almost like God. Yeah, Alanis People, Morissette, right? Yeah. People change. Alanis Morissette's first album, Jagged Little Pill, is amazing. Yeah, great album. I agree with you. Nothing there. from that point forward is ever there because it seems like she got it all out of her system. I think maybe Kevin did that, or maybe he just started smoking weed and just. You know, well, the right? very next movie after Zach and Mary make porno was Cop Out, so I I would point <laughs> they, out they could call yeah. it sellout. So <laughs> needed the money for weed, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, who wouldn't jump at the chance to direct a buddy cop movie with Tracy Morgan and Bruce Willis? Yeah, yeah. He's on always paper, wanted. Yeah, I know, he's a big but, Bruce Willis fan. On paper, that sounds like it should be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It should have been. It should have been the lethal weapon of the Audis. Yeah, should have been the Audis. But people do change, and that changes their work. That's, yeah. I mean, Weezer. I hate to bring up Weezer because I know I, I'm obsessed with Weezer, and you guys are necessarily not. Plus, but the they, whole next fact segment's going to yeah. be about that, dude. They have they have <laughs> changed. Their music has, but Rivers himself has got married, had a kid. It definitely your life perspective changes your music or your films or whatever. You're if you're if you're a person if you're an artist. It changes your artwork. That's just let's just leave it at that. Also, so, that's a really important thing is that change is good for the artist. It's not yeah. when a when an artist goes to make an album, they don't go out to make the same make thing the again. same thing again. It's they they want to do something but completely fans different. Want the same thing? Yeah, but when that's, you, that's you, why yeah. Smith did Jersey Girl. Yeah, and Jersey Girl was an attempt to make a chasing Amy type movie outside of that, but it just. Well, I feel like now he's like I said, like you said, he's gotten into more of the comedy horror type stuff, and that's actually I was looking at that's what this new uh, Kilroy was here comes out. It's a horror, a horror comedy. Um, I'm not a big fan of his horror comedies, though. Well, like I said, he's been tooling around with it a couple times. Maybe yeah. the next one will be really good. But we'll see if it ever comes. Up. You know, he, he's got a lot of stuff in the pipe that never happens because he's he only does so much. Well, this one's is on IMDb. It says it's in post production. So oh, okay. That they so they did filming. film it. Okay. Is he the actual director of that? Yeah. Okay. Let me see if he wrote it too. He so, probably did. Well, that's cool. If he wrote it, I have a chance of me enjoying it. I didn't enjoy Cop Out. He's got a great cast. I like the director, but I think the film was really weak. Yeah. Uh, he co-wrote it with. Andrew McElfresh. I don't know who that okay. is. You have to Google that guy and see what else he wrote. Was that guy the director? Kevin Smith's director. Okay, okay, okay. That's cool, that's cool. So, yeah. That, that's, oh, that. he wrote White Chicks. <laughs> oh, Kevin dear. Did? No, no, the other guy. The other guy? Oh, dear God. This doesn't bode well <laughs> for I, the film. He wrote White Chicks. And he did visual effects on Yoga Hosers. Oh, no. That's his only He cr- did also write for Rocket Power. 
God, just stop it. Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> Let's just cut this whole segment. <laughs> you know, so we talked about those other films, but he's actually done other work, John. Oh, yeah. Comic books? Yes. TV series? Yes. Podcasts? Yeah. Smodcasts. Smodcasts. <laughs> Fat Man on Batman is amazing. It is. The episode with Grant Morrison right there almost made my top five. 100% I'll always <laughs> listen to it. Anything with Grant Morrison, though, will make your top five. Yeah, but that Kevin Smith one, Kevin Smith is like, I've told people recently on the show that I want to find a way to beat the Joe Rogan of the comic book YouTube community. But like Kevin Smith kind of became was the Joe Rogan of the comic book community before Joe Rogan was the Joe Rogan of the Joe Rogan community. <laughs> wow, you just like yeah. totally fucking I got tickets to see Joe Rogan and Dave yeah. Chappelle in Nashville and I'm super pumped. You're y'all. just an inception that whole thing. Yeah. Huh. Together. How Tell cool me about is that? that later? <laughs> to see who? It comes out in April. To see who together? Maybe there may still be tickets. It's a Bridgestone. Check it out. Oh, who? April twenty fourth in Nashville. I missed that. Joe Rogan and Joe who? Rogan and Dave Chappelle. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah right. So, other things, you know, and I'll go ahead and start. Out of everything else he's done, and he's directed episodes from the Arrowverse. Yep. Which yeah. Justin's Supergirl. a big fan yep. of. Supergirl and Flash. and Flash. Yeah, and Flash. Um, did he ever do an Arrow episode? He, I, don't I don't remember him doing an Arrow so. episode. I think so. I know he did like the... Better of him to not do Arrow. Um, he didn't get involved with it until... I think the uh, I Killer remember, Frost was one of the episodes he did. Yeah, I remember watching his first episode that he did with Flash, and then he did a Supergirl one. I remember watching that, but then I quit that shit. CW. Uh, yeah. He did a couple. Um, a couple of each. Um, I really want to talk about, first of all, his comic book work. His comic book work is phenomenal, like, for the most part. Like, <laughs> he did a Batman run. He yeah. did, I don't like those at all. Daredevil. Daredevil. His initial Daredevil story, Guardian Devil, is one of the best Daredevil stories ever done. Uh, drawn by Joe Quesada. Did he do Green Arrow? He did Green Arrow. Quiver. Green Quiver. Hornet. He did the Green Hornet, which is based on the Green Hornet movie that he wrote, but they never filmed. Yeah, it's, and it's like the rebirth, right? It's like, yeah. And I, it's, it's yeah. not very good because it's one of those things where somebody else kind of adapts his script, you know? He also did Batman 66 meets Green Hornet. He did. He did. That was cool. Um, but more particularly, Viewisk Universe type shit, right? He did three issues of Clerks that are amazing. Clerks, the comic book. Clerks, the holiday special. Clerks, the lost scene. The lost scene is painfully funny. Now, Jim Mafu did the first two, and those books are hilarious. And they're like, if if you're a fan of Clerks and you've never read those, you've got to get them. Um, They used to be available in a trade. I'm sure they still are, but they're not too hard to find. But they have kind of started creeping up in value. He also did Jay and Silent Bob comic books. They did a couple of appearances in Oni Double Feature. He was real big into the independent comic book scene. That's why he has so many artists that were able to actually appear in Chasing Amy and he got to use that artwork for Chasing Amy and Mallrats. Yeah. Right? So, um, those Clerks books are amazing. He did those Jay and Silent Bob ones in Oni and then they did a four-issue Jay and Silent Bob miniseries called Chasing Dogma, which is the bridge of how they wind up from the diner in Chasing Amy to meeting... Um, Linda Fiorentino's character in Dogma. Like, it's a complete bridge. And in fact, the reason why they go to Illinois is because they're trying to find Shermer, <laughs> Illinois. Which doesn't yeah. exist. It's the fictional town that the John Hughes movies yeah. takes place in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Actually, there's a shared universe, I guess. But they don't really reference each other. They just take place in the in same... Shermer, Illinois. Yeah. yeah. So, whatever, right? Um, he did the Bluntman and Chronic um, comic book, three issues with uh, Michael Avon Oming on the artwork, and it was the three issues apparently that Holden McNeil and Banky Edwards were supposed to have yeah. done. Um, those books are amazing. I'll show you guys my Chasing Dogma here. Um, 
when I throw it off because I've got the hard puck cover signed by Jason Mewes, Kevin Smith, and Duncan Fregato, who was the artist. Um, anyway, out of his other work, comic books, podcasts, television, and we're saving the Clerks animated series for John. I love that goddamn show. What do you, well, let's get right into it, John. What oh, do you want yeah. to talk about? I want to talk about the animated series, man. Because I do like his comics, although I haven't read all the stuff that you mentioned. But the animated show was so damn funny. If you remember, he pitched it to... Who was... Not before the CW. Was it the UPN? He pitched it to the UPN, and then Disney was like, oh, no, you know what? They're going to be gone tomorrow. You, we're going to take it. Of course, of course, they pick up the show. They fucking just want to edit the shit out of it. They don't want Jason Mewes, Mewes playing playing Jay. They can't be drug dealers. Um, they aired them out of order. If you remember, the first episode ended up being like the fourth episode, and the second episode was the second episode. But the the, the original joke for Kevin Smith is the second episode was going to be like a a memories a episode, where like a flashback it's a episode. Flashback episode. Yeah. But of course, when you run it second now, it doesn't make any goddamn sense because you've never seen the original first episode. They ruined it. ABC. Fucking tanked it from the beginning. But if you watch the actual show in order, mind you, there's like, what, six episodes? Yeah. And holy shit, is that funny. And I they, would say it was the funniest show ever. They only aired, they aired like episode five first, and then they did episode two. Yeah, which didn't fucking work. And, and the jokes in, in episode two didn't make sense because we never yeah. got to see episode one. But man, when we got to sit down and actually watch that show, I think that's literally funnier than any of these movies. I love the fucking ending, too, where it's always Jane Silent Bob's like tips or whatever. Yeah. Oh my god! They kick Charles Barkley's yeah. ass. <laughs> I'm Jay. I'm Silent Bob. I'm Charles Barkley. What the hell are you doing here? Get out of here! Giving you like tips for force, fire safety, I also and like, like science tips. How they introduce? I'm Jay. I'm Silent Bob. And if Jay and Silent Bob could talk, and Jay goes on his long rant after Silent Bob has just introduced himself. Yeah, it really cracks me up. Bob the, the, that Clerks the animated series is amazing. I still have that DVD set. I still watch it, man. It's, it's so. Funny. Them going to the burger joint. It's your last day, guys. You guys are gonna die. What do you want to do? They go to the burger joint. No, we don't want pickles. They keep going back. And he's like, just wipe it off. Yeah, just wipe it off. <laughs> he's like, did you guys enjoy your last day? He's like, if you mail this, is and it's like a complaint to the burger, dear madam or and yeah. or sir, we ordered a burger with no pickles. Then you got Judge <laughs> Reinhold being the actual judge, yeah, judge which is Reinhold. a joke that they did way before Arrested Development did it. You know, remember that Arrested Development? Judge Reinhold was the judge of that show they were doing. My name is Judge. <laughs> I thought you know, he's, two I, of the only shows I've never watched. Yeah. But I think the wow. judge. I think that one came after Clerks. <laughs> Justin doesn't watch anime. It did come after Clerks. Yeah, that's why I said he came oh, up yeah. with the joke of Judge oh, Reinhold yeah. being a judge yeah, before, before Arrested Development even did. I have that same dream. <laughs> We're all out of bananas. <laughs> what about you, Drew? What uh, what other work outside of those films do you like? When I started collecting comic books, because of when I ran out of like fantasy books to read, I started like collecting comic books. Uh, one of the first books that I got because I, you know, went to a comic book store and just bought like a smattering of whatever was cheapest. <laughs> and uh, one of the ones that I got was Quiver, uh, his Green Arrow, and still really like it. And I like Phil Hester a lot because of that. And uh, that's probably. Mm, I like Longbow Hunters and Jeff Lemire's, but it's like it's one of like towards the top of my like Green Arrow stories, which I have no idea how that's viewed in like the larger context because I haven't read like an outrageous amount well, of Green it, Arrow. It brought Ollie back. So yeah, that was after cool. like four or five years. Yeah, yeah, which is a dumb long amount of time. For well, we a had Connor Hawk, who was a superior Green Arrow, but whatever. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yes, I also love Grant Morrison's JLA. And there you go. <laughs> well, it's also Chuck Dixon's Green Arrow, which yeah. 
because Kevin Smith came in, they cut that short. It's kind of like what Bendis just did with Superman, where they're like, oh, Peter Tomasi, fuck you and what you were doing. Bendis is coming on. It's kind of like the same thing, but it was, that was a big deal. Like his Green Arrow run is, is good. And his Daredevil run. Have you read his Daredevil? Yeah, I've read a Guardian Devil. It's so good. It's the best Mysterio story ever. Yeah. The uh, One of the other things is actually, like, I, I loved Comic Book Men. Like, I watched a ton of it because it was right after Breaking Bad. I think Bad. it's so it's, underrated. When it, when it, because, because it was a riff on Pawn Stars, but, like, it came on right after Breaking Bad, so me and my parents watched it. And it was one of the few times I could actually, like, get them to interact with me about comics because none of them care uh but that was very cool and like what like that's where i learned uh uh like all of their interpersonal relationships like they talked about like what they've done in movies and stuff and like their actual like lives and it was really cool to actually learn behind some of the people in the usq hell yeah what about you justin well i don't read a lot so comic he books are right so, and I don't watch a lot of anim- a ton of animated stuff, so I haven't seen the uh, animated series. Oh my god, the show is so funny! You, you will pee should. yourself. Yeah. It's so good, but you'll, you'll like it. It is funny. But going off of what it, I was just looking at, some of the he he's done four Supergirl episodes and three uh, Flash. Flash episodes, and one of the episodes of uh, Supergirl that he did is called Bunker Hill, which is almost irrelevant, but. The episode is Thanks about... Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> the, the, the name of it's irrelevant. But the, oh, okay. the, the episode is actually, going back to what you are talking about earlier, about all his good stuff being about angst, uh, there's this storyline in this uh, season four of Supergirl where it's kind of a sort of a mirror of what's going on in American politics today. Um, it basically everybody becomes really xenophobic and they're afraid of aliens. So this group <clears throat> like a, um, it's almost like a KKK type deal. Cause they wear masks and stuff and they go around terrorizing aliens and stuff like that. And then there's like the, this universe's version of ice and stuff like that. Uh, he directed uh, one of the episodes in that arc and it's a really good one. So is that the one with Jason Mewes or that a different one? Cause he's in an episode. Yeah. He, no, Jay and Silent Bob are in it. Okay. I remember them being in an episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't know that. They're yeah. actually in there as Jay and Bob. They're not. No, they're by different <laughs> no, characters. Was but they're both in it. Well, they're well, both Jason, in Screen 3, not, by Jason the way. Jason Mewes is at least in it. Because his car gets blown up. Everybody's like, my car. And that's it. Oh, he's got a very like a random episode. Yeah, he's like in some random spot where, where somebody crushes his car accidentally where they're fighting or something. <laughs> um, I do like he has other stuff. I mean, I what I've, what I've consumed, you know what I'm saying, either comics or uh, TV shows or whatever, I've enjoyed. And I'm sure the few things I haven't re- re- read, I would probably enjoy. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, you know what? We haven't talked about yet. Music in his films. He has great taste in music. And I'm sure, though, that Clerks, which is probably my favorite soundtrack to his, wasn't the same that was shown at the film festivals. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure once I got no, a big-time yeah. distributor, they added Soul Asylum and Alice in Chains. But that... Um, that made me an Alice in Chains fans, but going before that, when I saw Mallrats, that was my introduction. Like I said, I watched the film, enjoy the film, and then the credits, they're walking away with that monkey, which you later learn is Suzanne, but you don't know it at the time, and that Suzanne song kicks on by Weezer, which is a great fucking song, by the way, and that's what really got me into him and looking further into him because of Weezer. So he's got a great taste in music, 
I think he used music in the right place. I think he's got great taste in music. He's a, he's definitely a um, a director who I don't know. There's some directors you can tell that somebody else is in charge of the music. He's not one of those people. You can tell that he has a, a passion for good fucking music, in my opinion. Or whoever works for him does apparently. Morris Day in the motherfucking yeah, time. Morris Day motherfucking <laughs> time. So let's talk about his music because he's obviously a music fan, and there's some great soundtracks that accompany his film. I'm gonna start with. Goldsmith. I th- fucking knew you were. You would go. You were going to do that. I meant Goldsmith's friend, Drew. No, no, <laughs> let's, no. Let's go because legitimately, I've been trying to think about. I did not look up any of the music from any of the movies because I cannot think of a single song from any of his movies except for Goodbye Horses. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! You just remember that scene because you jerked to it, and it was also in reboot <laughs> that I watched today. Yeah, <laughs> and it's the same goddamn scene because <laughs> there's certain parts that are like. Copies of other films. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Smokers, by the way, is such a fucking great name for a smoked chicken restaurant. Yes, yeah. even though it was a front for weed, <laughs> it's such a fucking good name. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I legit can't think of any other music from any of the movies. Okay, what about uh, the Berserker song? I want to that's make a, fuck. Well, that's why. That, <laughs> well, yeah, are you, that these too. are the ones I'm yeah. getting to. <laughs> I it so I knew who Soul Sun was. I liked Soul Asylum. So I'll, I'll fill in for Goldsmith here since he's a fucking didn't do his work or whatever. Well, no, le- legitimate, like it. I it didn't hit me guy. the same way feel, that it did you guys. But I like feel scores. like musically that you're 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 not up to par. Well, I you want to talk about you. scores. No. Howard Shore's score for Dogma's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it is. But it, I'm, well, yeah. There's my answer then. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I didn't realize it was Howard Shore you, until just you gave now. Him but an yes. Out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Damn it. Anyway, let's I guess I don't to, pay as much yeah. attention so to like bands Soul Asylum. that are in I do not. I like Soul okay. Asylum, but I was not a big Alice in Chains fan. But oh. I became a big Alice in Chains fan because of Clerks. That's a perfect placement that got me wrong. Yeah, and you know what? I love Alice in Chains now. Dude, I love fucking love that's Alice That's Randall's entrance. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what introduced me to Alice in Chains. And I, who doesn't like Alice in Chains? If you, you, here's, the, here's the Alice in Chains fans. You either have heard them and you love them, or you haven't heard them. I don't know how they fucking went and heard of him, but Allison Chains were amazing. Um, rest in peace. I forgot the singer's name that passed away. Wayne Thank you. But, he and, did uh, but they have a great soundtrack. All his films have a great soundtrack. He's 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 a fan of and the score as well, but you can tell that he's a fan of good music. Drew. Justin went to a little bit of mine. When the, the songs that always stick out of mind are always like the ones out of like the boombox outside of Clerks. Yeah, like you want me to make fuck bears? Did he say and, making fuck? Did he say making fuck? <laughs> yeah, and, that's his cousin from Russia. Yeah. Just the fact that they actually <laughs> recorded that song for the soundtrack to play later <laughs> after that scene yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, and it's like the "Let me help you and your chair, grandma" in Clerks too, and uh, of course, "Goodbye Horses." Like whenever, like whenever, like that that the the play button hits on that boombox like something <laughs> funny as hell is about to happen uh, and like a part part of this is a generational gap because he like y'all are both older than me and like because when clerks and mall rats and i was like under 10 years old so part of that that's why that's the divide that you're finding out right now so that's why i find i find like when i recognize these songs it's like it's specifically tied to the comedy aspect of it yeah Fair enough. They have. I mean, <laughs> I mean, really though, you can tell he's a fan of music. He's had some great bands associated with them. And again, whether that's intentional or not, if he's got somebody that his producer or he's got somebody that's in charge of that, I don't know. 
but he's definitely been a lot of great bands that I've enjoyed. And really, that really pushed me into it. I did enjoy Mallrats, but the icing on the cake was goddamn Weezer. Because yeah. at the time, they hadn't had a whole lot out and that the, I was cognizant of. The monkey's name is Suzanne because yeah. of that song. Because of the song. Yeah. That leads into Jay and Silent Bob, which is the, the how they get the yeah. monkey. It's also actually in Chasing Dogma, too. There's another monkey named Suzanne as well, apparently. <laughs> I guess Kevin Real is like, you know, people didn't read that comic. You know, like maybe like 40,000 people read that comic. So. You sure it's not the same monkey? It shouldn't be. <laughs> hmm. Anyway, you going to ask me now? I was waiting for you to chime in. I thought I thought right, I, I, was lo- I was looking at you. People can't see that I was looking at you. Howard Shore, which yeah. I gave to now Justin. Now that I took my, yeah. hand, my eyes off of Goldsmith. Yeah. Goldsmith, damn it. First of all, <laughs> let's get let's talk about this. There's not memorable music in a Kevin Smith film. Are you fucking kidding me? No, what no, about no. the theme song of Chasing Amy, which is Tube of Wonderful by David Perner? It's a great song. Uh, 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 it's a great oh film, and the music is just like, it suits the film so well. Yes. The Mallrat soundtrack is amazing, John, because that is our soundtrack. Like, you listen to nothing but Lithium on XM, right? Yeah. That's what this soundtrack yeah, is. Yeah, that's 90%. <laughs> it's There's, Clerks and Mallrats. It's got Line Up by Elastica. It's got Stoned by Silverchair. It's got love Bubbles Silver by Bush. And it's got Bush. that theme song, Social, by Squirt Gun. <laughs> Social, my, the theme song of Mallrats. Man. As soon as the movie starts, and it's like, that's the generational gap, by the way, y'all. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, Justin and I just looking at each other like, the yes, had the we agree. Also, John said he loves Bush. Dude, I love, <laughs> I think Bush is the most underrated band of the 90s. Hey, man, nice oh, shot. Band. Yeah. That was Filter. Think about, um... No, it wasn't. Yeah, Damn. it was. That was Filter. <laughs> Damn. What, what yeah. song did you reference? Hey, man, nice shot. <laughs> that is Filter, is it? All right, so... Generational gap. <laughs> Mallrats, the soundtrack, you know, the movie, it was 95, right? And think about this. They have Bush on there. That's their first... That's like right after their first album. <laughs> yeah. Right? This is this is a big deal. Um, My favorite, though, is Clerks. Young. Clerks is amazing, the soundtrack. What a Wookiee! It's, everything is perfectly placed. He couldn't afford Fleetwood Mac, obviously, but they got Seaweed's cover of Go Your Own Way, which is really good, right? They've got Got Me Wrong by Alice in Chains. They got the Soul Asylum song, the the only good Soul Asylum song, let's be honest. Bullshit. You're so mad. You're so salty about Clerks, too. But I'll tell you this. <laughs> my favorite song ever used in a Kevin Smith film is the theme to Clerks, which is called Clerks from Love Among Freaks. So save up all your nickels and dimes. Let's see what we find and you know. Come on. I guess I'm living day to day. It's a great fucking soundtrack. Nobody else knows the words? No. I don't know the lyrics. Come on, man. I remember the, yeah, I remember. Oh my God, I love that. You're finding out that you and John love these movies so much yes. more than me and Drew do. <laughs> no, 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 no. I love the movie. I just don't recognize any of the fucking music. We were music. teenagers. Yeah. That song yeah. was yeah. so fucking good. You guys were mall rats. We were, we were in mall elementary rats. school. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> we were mall rats in 1995. Yeah. So. Malls, I was in kindergarten that year. Yes. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I think his, I think his choice, and Morris Day in the time. And how... Yeah. Look at the when you watch Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, and him and Jay are up there on stage with Morris Day in the time, and they're doing the dance with them. Look at the joy in Kevin in his <laughs> face. He's like, "I have done. I've reached the the tip. Yeah, I can do whatever the fuck I want now. Just the tip. Yep. <laughs> Just see how it feels. 
<laughs> it's uh it's he's you can tell that there's certain bands he really loves and obviously they integrates those in the films and on top of that these other films just have great soundtracks Another and I one. do like the throwback from Clerks 2 having Soul Asylum back and maybe that yeah. song's overplayed but I love Clerks 2 obviously more than you but yeah, I you do, do feel the song was so appropriate at the time yeah. and it was I don't know I'll tell you another one you talked about how hilarious it is every time Jay hits play on the boombox. What about the stabbing Westward song from Clerks where he's dancing and then Silent Bob starts dancing yeah. just randomly? He starts doing crazy <laughs> too, man. Shit, you know, shit in the background. When you watch Clerks, you know nothing about Silent Bob. So when he does that, you're like, what the fuck? Because he doesn't <laughs> fucking talk until he gives his advice. Another great song, of course, is Noise, 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 Smoking. Smoking, yeah. Yeah. smoking <laughs> doing coke, drinking beers. Pack of res, my man. It's time to kick back. I love in the clerks, by the way, when he looks at Dante, he's like, you know, we get off at the same time every night. <laughs> he's a drug dealer. <laughs> <He's>, yeah. <laughs> well, obviously he closes because the store is closed. Nobody's yeah. fucking there. Yeah, he's like, you know, we get off at the same time every night. You should come to this party with me. <laughs> <laughs> and he is part of the union, remember? Yeah, Tracy Morgan and Jim <laughs> Rubin. Oh, I don't know what the fuck you just said, man, but it touched me. <laughs> 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 What's the song he sings to? Little man, put that yeah, shit. Fifteen dollars, little, little man, man, put, put that, that shit in my hand. And, and then those dudes—they're in reboot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be two hundred dollars. We've been waiting twenty-five years to do this. Yeah, right. <laughs> Great fucking music. Great music. So we're gonna take a little break now. Are we taking a break? Yep. Oh fuck yeah, yeah we're taking a break. <laughs> <laughs> I just pulled that out of my ass, and apparently it's real. <laughs> We're taking a break. When you come back, your top five or your favorites, I'm sorry, our top five. Um, yeah. That's the meat <laughs> we were talking about. Yeah, earlier. that's yeah, the fucking, the actually, the d- 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 dessert. That's the chocolate lava cake in this show. No, no, no. That's the after hours. You got to pay for that. Yeah. yeah. You got to pay extra for the fucking lava cake. For the dessert, yeah. Plus, we already called this the meat. You can't go changing the formula. Maybe yeah. we're vegans, bitch. Well, it's tofu. Fucking impossible meat. So when we come back, the tofu of the show, the impossible meat of the show, or on the meat, Kevin Smith, if you prefer, yeah, <laughs> what the fuck, you know? Well, yeah. no, I mean, I try to occasionally eat something vegetarian. Like the other day, you know what I had for dinner? PB and J. That's veggie. That's yeah, not vegetarian. It's not <laughs> vegan. Don't they use like horse hooves or something in the jelly? I don't know. We're <laughs> gonna take a break. It's gelatin, sure. When we we're gonna take a break. When we in come some back, some jellies. When yeah. We take a back. We're yes. gonna. Which we take it back. <laughs> I I think I'm drunk. Make a dick joke. We haven't made enough. By yeah. the way, by the way, everybody, John just said I think I'm drunk, and he's drinking Matter Days. I had to drink a lot of them. All right, for the next segment, Dutch Rudder. Let's go. <laughs> when we come back, yeah, we'll get to the meat and potatoes of the show. We'll talk about our top five. Talk about Robbie's gonna reach out on social media. Talk about their favorite Kevin Smith films. We we'll come back and pop culture philosophers. Their favorite, like they're not the ones listening. Kevin Smith. Welcome back to Pop Culture Philosophers. I'm John Hammerton Holshue. With me always, Rockin' Robbie Billups. Yay, yeah, yay. Yeah. We're going to get to the meat and potato of the show. Is our top five, our favorite Kevin Smith film. Let's be talking about the great Kevin Smith, Sir Kevin Smith. I don't think he's actually knighted. You know what? I know there's like a place online. Can that... we give him our first PCP night? 
you can Night yeah <laughs> you can you can like go and pay a service online to like some country and they'll knight people. Should we knight Goldsmith? Uh, I'm already knighted. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Three countries. Maybe we should Son start. A, are you fucking serious? <laughs> I think we could start our own PCP knighthood and yeah. like just send Kevin a very official regal looking letter, <laughs> and uh, maybe he'll retweet it or some shit. Yeah, I that would know. be great. Um, we kind of sidetracked you. <laughs> so our top five's coming up. But Robbie, I think, reached out to social media, the Facebooks, the uh, the what else is out there? Actually, for know. this, we just reached out to the uh, PCP Army. The PCP Army, which did, you can I, join. I did mention on it Facebook. on a YouTube live stream, but I never went back and wrote those down. And they're the so. favorite <laughs> Kevin Smith films of these these great individuals that yes. support us. The first thing I want to do is give a big shout out to some people that were on a stream last night with me. So some great comic book YouTubers. Right? Yeah, I saw you were streaming on a Friday night, which kind of threw me off. Yeah, well, we had our first monthly meetup where we talked about our favorite comic books of the month. So oh, it was really fun. Cool beans. We hosted it this time, and uh, it's going to be on Dylan's channel next. Anyway, speaking of Dylan, Dylan from Dylan's Comics on YouTube. Not Dylan McDermott. Yeah, no. But by the way, you should subscribe to all these channels if you haven't already. Dylan says Jane and Silent Bob Strikes Back is his favorite. That's a hilarious film. Bob from Everything Comics... <clears throat> Says Clerks. Oh, he talks. He's not Silent Bob. Yes. <laughs> and Bueller from Comics with Bueller said Dogma. Is his real name Bueller? Mm. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I call him Bueller. It's nobody uses fair. nobody uses their their real name on YouTube except for you. But I'm still rocking Robbie. Like when I was, did you watch my interview with that news show in London? Did you watch that? I was news on a news show. I did. I, did. I was on what? a news show in London. And this British ass dude on this like CNN looking show calls me Rockin' Robbie Billups. <laughs> I was you haven't seen that? I have not seen they that either. They did a whole episode about the locust plague in East Africa or whatever, the Horn of Africa, right? Yeah. And uh, they asked me to be on it, and I was like, "Why?" And they're like, "Because we want to talk about locusts and pop culture and comic books." How 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 many <laughs> like how much time did you spend in the Google search for locusts and comics and locusts? And I mean, film? to be honest with you, like. Nathan and Mike at work helped me real quick because Mike Mike mentioned some remember like came up with some things I immediately thought of Bone, yeah yeah right absolutely good book and uh, and then Nathan from work was like dude yeah like ID four Independence Day they call them space locusts and I was like holy shit you're right I'll I'll do it but the crazy <laughs> thing is I had to fucking sit down at this fucking computer right and they told me be ready for for our time it was eight fifteen because they're in London so it's in the afternoon right. So at 8.15, they're like, be ready because we're going live at 8.30. So I sat there for a fucking hour until they brought me in. Jesus. <laughs> so for one fucking hour, I'm just sitting here staring at the fucking webcam. Doing nothing. <laughs> drinking coffee. Nervous. Nervous as shit. Just being like, what am I going to do? I, everybody says I did well. You haven't seen that? Oh, fuck. How because you're I not part that? of the PC fucking army. I need to be. Yeah. Hey, Justin PC has posted a lot, but I'm, one of the, I'm the only one here that watched it. Well, thank you. <laughs> Justin doesn't do shit at work, but watch videos. No, I, we'll show it to you after the <laughs> yeah. show. I promise after this, I will pleasure myself to that. <laughs> <laughs> now, you'll, I think you'll be impressed with uh, how okay. sophisticated the show We're, was. You, you've branched out to the UK. Yeah. You're worldwide, bitch. And not, so it's a UK <laughs> produced show. It's produced in London, but it's actually aired for the first time in Turkey. It's Turkish television news. That's all that matters. We're trying to get more Turkish. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you were uh, on TTN? People. <laughs> Turkish people are a delight, so let's... Yeah, I think that's... Is the, that a Turkish delight? I, was, I just abbreviated <laughs> it. Know. There's some channel, yeah, I think that's very similar to what that... that it's called Nexus, but TN something world... I, I, it's something like that. 
Like I'm serious. It's Turkish I, television. I'm not downplaying. Now it's on the cool. internet. Anyway, from the PCP army. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite Kevin Smith film. We start off with Eric with a bold choice. Red State. He says. Holy oh. shit! Really? Yeah. Stephen T says Mallrats. Liam H says Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Erica says Dogma. Close second. Mallrats. Johnny Bam says Mallrats and Chasing Amy. Chris C says Chasing Amy, but it's a hard choice. So many good ones. Will the Priest says Clerks too. <laughs> Carl Carl Kowalski says uh, it's got to be Clerks. James Donahoe, friend of the show, says Dogma. They're, these all these people are friends of the show. Um, Brian <laughs> Brian A says Clerks, Mallrats, Dogma. That's cheating. That's three. Uh, Dylan says Dylan. That son of a bitch. Uh, Dylan Sullivan, who did the uh, <laughs> Reaper challenge with me, said Reboot hit close to home for me. Hmm. Oh, nice mm-hmm. reboot. Aaron says Mallrats. Scott says Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Hunter says Tusk. Hmm. Jeremy, <laughs> we all know Jeremy, says Dogma. Todd says Chasing Amy and Mallrats. Sammy says Clerks and Mallrats. Mike the Voice Matthew says Dogma. Tim says Clerks. Hermione O says Clerks for sure. Joey says Clerks too. Tommy Rivethead says Dogma. Jelani, yeah, that asshole, says Mallrats. <laughs> And I believe him because I know him. Even though Ben Affleck is in the film, he still said Mallrats. Yeah, because he's an asshole in the film. Can't believe it. Uh, Copia says <laughs> Chasing Amy, and Tusk is a strong second. Uh, second, and from in back in the '90s when we worked at the movie theater, our good friend Ted, the projectionist. Oh, Ted is awesome. Fuck, what did he say? I just closed it. <laughs> but he was a projectionist, and he was awesome. <laughs> he, was. he was. He still is awesome, and he. But I don't think he's a projectionist. Oh, he still is a projectionist. No, he's not. They don't have those anymore. They, well, no, they don't. He's a manager there, but he, they don't yeah. have those anymore. But they right? still have project. They actually they still have projectors. <laughs> Just to clarify. They do, yeah. but they don't. It's not the same job. It's they're, like video. They're digital. Yeah. yeah, I know. I worked in that when that that in there that that when it changed over. I was working film and I worked digital. And let me tell you. Oh, he says Mallrats. Those lazy fucks. <laughs> Ted said Mallrats. Okay, all that anticipation <laughs> yeah. for Mallrats. Oh, by the way, when I was doing the my notes for the rundown, look at that little. I did that in like five seconds. It's Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, nice. look at that. They're smoking. Yeah. Jay well, looks yeah. like he, he may have had better days. <laughs> no, look at that Jay face. Does that not look like the Jay from the animated series? Okay, you got Jay right. I take it back. Silent Bob looks like he was in a car accident. Yeah. looks <laughs> yeah. like a robot Frankenstein. But, that, but <laughs> that, that being said, if I didn't know who you were and you just handed me that, I'd be like, hey, it's Jay and Silent Bob. That heart attack yeah, fucked right? up Kevin That's Smith cool. more than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's the top five. Thank you, guys. Uh, I mean, that's the top five. That's the social media. Thank you for joining us here at the PCP Army. If you're not on the PCP Army, it's our official Pop Culture Philosophers Facebook group. We're all on there. We'll chat with you. We'll talk to you. And we like to share funny, like, we like to share cool news about pop culture and yeah. comic books and TV and movies and shit. Um, seriously, sometimes I get some of my first, like, breaking pop culture news from the PCP Army. Yeah. Um, and we also like to share funny fucking pictures and memes and shit. If they join, mm-hmm. what are the odds we ship them overseas? Who's going to pay for 1%. that? 1%. Okay, it's still, it might still happen. You're saying there's a chance. I'm just going to say, Bernie would send you to war before we did. <laughs> I, I, I don't think that would happen. Um, <laughs> well, I mean. Well, let's get to our top five. So that was some great choices. I was surprised that so many people had Tusk selected. Yeah, to me too, to be honest with you. Unless I'm those not. people are fucking with us. Well, they must have stopped watching after 40 minutes. They got too high and fell asleep. <laughs> Maybe they enjoyed the payoff. Maybe they liked the costume. I fucking hate that film. Um, interesting choices. We appreciate you guys chiming in. That's an integral part of the show. So I appreciate everybody's choices, even though I don't agree with other choices. <laughs> interesting, interesting choices. That's why they get a top one and we get a top five. 
<laughs> so I'm interested in your folks' top five. The, I, mean, I mean, your folks, I mean the people at this table. It's a very selective group. we got Robbie, Drew, Goldsmith, Timothy Dalton. He's very quiet. He probably won't even chime in. Love you in Doom Patrol. Yes. The greatest Bond. So I want to actually start with Sir Go- Justin Goldsmith. You really are knighted. Three countries. Three countries. I, w- I want to start calling you Sir Justin Goldsmith. I'm not. Okay. Just for the record, he, we were at Arby's the other day, and somebody asked if we were friends. I don't even know what that means. If they thought we were brothers, lovers, I don't know. Are you guys friends? Like, that's such a weird fucking question. Yeah, and I made a reference about possibly being his dad and something <laughs> about his mom or something. I don't know where to go. I got frightened. I'll be honest with you, John. You kind of look like he could be his dad. I could say it. If you knew Justin's dad, <laughs> like, you'd if, realize yeah. there's If Justin shaved no and you didn't <laughs> shave. There were certain situations where he does call me daddy. <laughs> and what's crazy is you're only 10 years older than him, so like it could technically almost maybe be a possibility. Uh, we're going to have to get a DNA test. <laughs> he doesn't I'm have speechless. Fun. I can't even, I don't know. All right, we're Top five. Do okay. Do you remember when I said this segment had to be fast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Says me. Okay. We like went we're on this whole about spiel. the Turkish News Network yeah, right? and John being my dad. <laughs> so... Top five. I'm actually, you were getting your voice. I'm going to start with Drew. <laughs> your top five, if you can narrow it down to your top five, in reverse order, your favorite. I love how John always says, if you can narrow it down. Because sometimes it's difficult. Even though we have to. But anytime anybody does an honorable mention or a tie, he I gets will punch him in the dick. <laughs> no honorable mentions. Uh, five. I Thank got... you. <laughs> Other people on this table might not. The uh, <laughs> number five, I got Mallrats. Four, I have. Uh, Great film, funny film. Yes, his first, mind you, his first film with like a budget. It was yeah. his second film after Clerks, and the people that complain about it, and I enjoy the film. He's like, "Hey, man, I didn't know I was young, and I finally had some money, and they gave me all this money to make a film. I and I made him a mistake." So he's apologetic, but it's a great fucking film. All right, Natterday John, this is Drew's segment. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks, number, bro. You number, fi- you filled in for me. Thank number you. Number four. <laughs> number four, the double deuce. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of double deuce, uh, Zach and Mary, where you can never set cover to shit again. <laughs> Wait, number four is Zach and Mary. Yes, it's almost hilarious. Beer all over my mic. <laughs> hilarious film. I don't know. <laughs> three or uh, three. I have Dogma. I have seen that like out of any of his movies, I've seen that movie the most because it's been on like cable TV. A it's lot. also a fantastic film. <laughs> yeah, and as I've mentioned before, it's on my exo. So. Uh, <laughs> and. Uh, Two, I have Clerks. One. The original Clerks. The people, the film that probably most people are introduced to first when yeah. it comes to Kevin Smith. Great Mine film. Was, yeah. Clerks, period. Yeah. Yeah. Clerks, period. Technically. Yeah. Uh, one. And, and you're number one. I'll probably get booed, but it, it is Clerks 2. And now I'm Holy not saying. Holy shit. I'm not. No. S- Holy shit. <laughs> I'm not saying it is the best film, but I have like the strongest. It's your personal em- favorite. Yeah. I have the strongest emotional connection to it because. Like I'd seen the film, and one night, as happened many millions of times, like people came over to my house like late at night, and sometime, and this time, like a couple of friends were having having girl trouble, and when they came over, and I was like, you know, when he, you feeling ba- feeling down, like they just didn't want to do anything, and and, and we've all was, been there, yeah, me too, especially uh, they. They were like, all right. And so I was like, you know what? Fine. I just like grabbed what I had near me. I put on uh, 
I put on Clerks 2 and I poured like a giant bowl of uh, Chex Mix. And I was like, we're just going to sit here and we're going to watch this. And that's... And eat, uh, okay. Not eat cereal. Chex Mix. <laughs> you pour milk in the Chex Mix. <laughs> I, I was about to be like, did you put milk in that shit? <laughs> the, the, salty, <laughs> the salty treat. Oh. <laughs> that would be so nasty. First off, when you said pour, I thought you go like bourbon or something. Pour a big bowl I bet of the rye chips would be good. But I, had, I had the uh, chicken and waffle cereal. We did a. We actually did a review on the channel, but uh, it kind of it tasted like fucking maple like uh, cereal with ramen seasoning. It's <laughs> oh, so, so fucking wrong. That's you're probably closer than. But you the think. maple bacon one was so good because that's a that's just a smoke flavor, so that that'll work. Yeah. But no, clerks too. Like I can probably quote a bunch of it because like my, the same friends like decided to get drunk several times and we, we would watch that movie because it was their favorite. Now you know I don't really like clerks too that much, but I love Randall's uh, just simple simplification of the Lord of the Rings films because yes. it's spot on. <laughs> just, just walking, my guy. And, and I just recently watched them in Russian and they're really good. <laughs> he makes, he does make a valid point though. He's like, why didn't they ride in those fucking, you know, those, those eagles or those birds or whatever the whole, he makes a valid point. Yeah. Clerks 2, I love. Clerks 2, I was, I was a little bit worried him, him, you know, bringing those characters back, how he was going to follow up. I know Robbie doesn't love it. I enjoyed the shit out of it. I was surprised how much I enjoyed it, especially since my my old roommate had drugged me there. Well, took me there. He drugged you and <laughs> took you there? <laughs> to specify. He dragged me there? Mr. Weinstein. I was wearing huh? drag. He, I was hung over his shit. <laughs> you see that fucker show up in court with that little yeah, walker and shit? Walker. What the fuck? I was, super, so I was super hung over, and the last thing I wanted to do was fucking go to the movies. And he's uh-huh. like, come on, you promised we go see Clerks too." So I went there, and the hold on the alcohol, I had a pretzel. They had pretzels there yeah. and the soda. Was and it chocolate covered? <laughs> it was not. Or milk on it? <laughs> and uh, I loved Clerks too. I think it's a great follow up to Clerks. I think it bookends the Viewers universe, even though he did more films since then. Yeah. But uh, I love Clerks too. I think it's a great top five for sure. Thank you. And I'm happy that they're mostly askew universe films. Mm-hmm. I think that's where he he hits it out of the park. A lot of people may not agree. They may love X or Y. But Audiences don't. <laughs> box, yeah. box office, super low. Zach and yeah. Mary is the highest on there. You know, and like we were saying, Zach and Mary could technically yeah. fall into that category. Yeah, because of Justin Long's lawyer character, right? Yeah, now we could. Yeah, you're right. So now I'm going to get to Gold, Goldsmith, who's probably still working on his top five because he's a cunt. Goldsmith. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I guess, I guess on the Kevin Smith, and like John thinks we're in 1996 all of a sudden. Yeah. I didn't bring well, up we did any of it. We were going to make dick and fart jokes, but I guess to, it's 2020, so we got to bring the females here's in the, too. Here's the thing. Let, let's just actually step back. Earlier, Goldsmith's like, hey, I'm going to come over early to your house, and then we'll go to Robbie's and we'll do the podcast. I said, okay, give me some time, dude. I got to work on my notes. I got to finish my notes for the show. Have you done yours yet? He said, Fucking no. So I'm not too far off base because I feel like he's working on his top five. He's got his laptop out. He's doing some sort I adjusted. of search. I'm tinkering. I'm doing I the last see, second He's searching tinker. for black dicks. Dude, Forty. this is our 47th <laughs> episode. Why is this news to you? Yeah. Goldsmith. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Facts. We give him slack because he's an actor. I kept going back. and So I'll tell you why I'm like, First of all, and, Justin, I just John wants to say this, but he won't say it. Me and John spend a lot of fucking time on this. I didn't is have that right. I didn't. I was fr- talking to John all day. <laughs> he, <laughs> hey, hey! He said he did it in ten minutes. <laughs> this, shit's about, this shit's about you, not me. This wow. is one of the easier ones. To yeah, do. John yeah. beat the bus. Anyway, the reason I'm <laughs> fucking around with my notes right now is because I thought Tusk might sneak its way into the top five. 
But Damn. because it does change so much for the last half of the movie, it kind of messes with it. I really like that movie a lot. But it's because of Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> he directed the second half. But <laughs> it's not as good as Zach and Mary is funny. So that's my number five, Zach and Mary. I agree. Okay. Oh, Zach and Mary is fucking hilarious. Demon, like, we painfully worked, funny. We worked at the video store when that came out, yeah. Justin. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. there were two copies of that available. The same movie. But one said Zach and Mary make a porno, and one said Zach and Mary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's the same fucking movie, y'all. Like, like oh, oh, ooh, this one seems clean. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> like, the, yeah, the, they had the to rated retitle version. it. <laughs> I guess he fought with the MPAA. They wanted to tell NC seventeen. He finally re had submitted the movie. Yeah. And they changed to R, even though he made no cuts. Yeah, you're right. There is there is a. It was the title. Is it just that there are like there is an unrated version versus the rated version though, right? That is. The point too, maybe. Well, it? that being said, uh, theatrically, theatrically, it was Zach and Mary make a porno. When it released to tape, they released the same version to tape, <laughs> DVD, <laughs> Beta Max. Which, by the way, yeah, the first time I owned Kevin Smith movies were was on VHS. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Although I bought a DVD player for the the Clerks animated series. Mallrats was the first DVD collection. I ever bought, man. Oh, mine was mine was Clerks animated. So yeah, look at we that. both bought for uh, Kevin Smith films. It was yeah. a big deal. Back in the year 2000. <laughs> in the year 2000. I remember talking to the guy. I remember talking to the guy at Circuit City. I'm like, does this support surround sound? He's like, do you have surround sound? I'm like, no. <laughs> Where, yeah, right? Where are we at? <laughs> but I had big dreams, man. <laughs> We're on Justin's top five? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was five. my number five, actually. We really sidetracked. His number five is Zach and Mary Make a Porno. It's yes. the actual title of the film. Depending four, on, I'm going yeah. I'm to I'm blow through the rest of these and we can comment on them if you want. Number four is Lord of the Rings. Number four. <laughs> Did you look at my laptop? The Russian, <laughs> the Russian version. No, number five, oh. Zach and Mary make a porno. Number hey, four, my tooth on the mic. <laughs> I thought you did. My number five is Zach and Mary make a porno. Number four is Mall Rats. Hilarious. Number three is Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Number two is Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. Nice. And no, number. Oh wait, what the one fuck? would be the li- numerically? Like I just lost my be, number one. He's like my number zero. Fuck. Actually, I fucked up when I was messing with my notes. <sighs> His number one is Star Trek DS9. My number five was uh, Zach and Mary got booted off. Okay. Zach, uh, no, Mall that's Rat- not what it's called. It's called Mall Zach Rats was my part. number five. Oh, you're redoing it. Yeah. I feel like you could have figured that out. I'm sorry, people listening. Mall Rats was my number five. James Silent Bob Strike Back was number four. Reboot was number three. Clerks was my number two. And Dogma's number one. Okay. I stand, yeah. I stand earlier when so I called Zach you and Mary. Con. Which we spent like five minutes on is your honorable yeah. mention. I guess. And yeah. Tusk is a not. I will hope <laughs> a Drew, dishonorable mention. Drew yeah. assaults, assaults him after this show. So what was your number one again? Well, Dogma. Dogma. I, wanna, I got Dogma. a question. Why Why reboot over Strike Back? That's a good question. And it's because it has more, like, I'm a big fan of uh, sequels that happen way after. <laughs> Like, like, wait. I mean, like I'm talking about, like, with Tron Legacy. Like, we've talked about this before. The perfect sequel. Yeah, we've talked about this. Yes, we. <laughs> yes, we have. But, uh, like, there's to have so many references to all the other stuff that happened so, like, over 20 years ago. Yeah. For most of it, at least 15 years. It's great. I Is love that, that fan service. And what's wrong with fan service? No, it's there's not there's nothing wrong with fan service right. and. Well, it's when I say fan service, I don't mean like nudity 
Because sometimes I think people use that as That's the how term it is fan in, like, service. Anime and... But I think oh, yeah. in general, it's catering to the fans. Yes. Well, well, I... well Jay and Silent Bob Reboot is... For like, the Skew Universe fans. It's fan service yeah. because it was actually produced by the fans. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. yeah. It was M. Uh, M. Universe or whatever. M. Night Shyamalan. That fan no, I know what you're The fan own thing. Yeah. 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 Um, and, you know, like Strike, Strike Back <laughs> is some Strike Back is fan service, right? Strike Back it, is fan service. It but doesn't reboot stand. Reboot is. Reboot's fan service, too. But yeah. what I'm saying is, like, but Strike Back is also a road film. Yeah, and it's one of those Hollywood farces where actors are there making fun of themselves, like yeah. Ben Affleck. Right? What are we gonna do, Will? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and reboot does the same thing. Kevin Smith is making fun of himself. He calls himself out on 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 Jersey Girl. Yeah. And Ben Affleck does that. He, they call him out on Batman. Batman was bombing Phantoms. Batman was the yeah. Ben, you were Batman the was bombing yeah. Phantoms. You were the fans. You were bombing anyway, Batman. And Kevin you know? Smith's like you know calling himself out on like cop out and shit. You know, yeah. Yeah. and it's really really fucking funny. Yeah, it's all the callbacks and everything. Just... The movie had more heart to me than than Strike Back. Yeah. I think Strike Back stands, it, even though it's a fan service film that really is on is on the heels of those other film. It stands better on its own, but Reboot is a better film and really funny. And there's more callbacks. There's more fan service. Strike Back feels like a Cheech and Chong film. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what was the purpose. And so the the, the Clerks Two is still technically in pre production, but three, it keep three, yeah, three two. is what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> if but two is keeps... in pre production, then I fucking traveled through time. <laughs> By the way, he but, first mentioned Clerks Two after Dogma. Remember at the end? Yeah, of the they credits? will return. Yeah. But it, it's so it's like like all that stuff keeps getting put pushed back, and I wouldn't be surprised if they never actually happened because. Jay and Silent Bob reboot is like the perfect retrospective for the whole. I also BSQ wouldn't be universe. surprised. That could be the end right there. Yeah. yeah. Now he obviously he still he still has it, he got the Mallrats shit worked out, so they still plan Twilight of the Mallrats, which is based on his original script. I'm happy they got it resolved for Die Hard in a Mall. Yeah. Which you know when they did Mallrats, <laughs> they thought that this was going to be the biggest fucking movie of the '90s, right? They thought this was going to be the biggest teen movie of the '90s. It was. They not. thought they were going to be what American Pie was four years later. Oh yeah. boy. Right. <laughs> It didn't happen, but like at the time, they they planned the second movie, like Kevin Smith and Scott Mosier, and uh, who we haven't mentioned tonight. Scott Mosier is his, his producer. producer, yeah, and he also was the guy that he follows her. Thirty Seven Dicks or whatever. Yeah, he played Willem. Yeah, the first Willem. <laughs> yeah, not there's Ethan two Willems Supley who took over yeah, the role. There's two Willem. That's another great performance. You yeah, know? there is no fucking Easter Bunny yeah. over there. That's just a guy in a suit. When he looks at that little girl, and he's like, "You dumb bastard." <laughs> It's a sailboat. <laughs> a schooner is a sailboat. A schooner. I love that. Sooner. I love that so much. But uh, what the fuck were we saying? You were talking about how handsome and hot uh, Ethel Suppley has got since he started working out. Yes, he did. <laughs> but uh, him and Scott Mosier came out with the idea for Mallrats 2. It was going to be Die Hard in a Mall. And that is still the plan I will for Twilight. Fucking, I will go see that shit. Twilight of the Mallrats. Yeah. I will go, day one. I'm there. Maybe pre-day one. You used to do that in the previous night. And Clerics 3, because they were going to do this a few years ago, Jeff Anderson didn't want to do it, and now he wants to do it. Yeah, so. I think Jeff Anderson felt like he didn't get enough royalties, or he, he, he felt like he was unpaid. It's because Clerics is all he has, man. Yeah, but he's also the but best But if I was pop. Jeff Anderson, I'd do yeah. the same thing. I'm not knocking mm-hmm. Dan- Dante. I think that Brian does a fantastic job. Who's also in Reboot, who plays Dante and yeah. Grant. Yeah. yeah, he's also in do multiple you remember, Dude, the ve- the very end, when he got, like they showed Dante walking up and 
tries to open the door. Yeah. And he goes, fuck, whatever. And then Dude. he goes to the credits for a second and cuts back. We've been coming to this store every day for 25 Dude, years. That's, that's my favorite lock. That's the best part because. And they, that's, yeah. that's, the per- that's why it's perfect to end it there. Yeah. Yeah. But, but we're getting close to it. Brian, o- Brian O'Halloran plays three different Hicks characters. There's Dante. There's Grant, who's the newscaster. Yeah. And there's Gil. Who's the long-haired dipshit guy who's on the dating show at the end of Marat? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize he was a Hicks, and he's in the There's same three, family. All three characters' last name is Hicks, so I assume they're brothers, maybe triplets: Cousins. Dante, Gil, yeah. and Grant. <laughs> <laughs> the Hicks, Hicks. Yeah. Oh, and I did want to mention before we get off my top five that Clerks is at number two because of uh, not it didn't ex- inspire me to get into film, but it really is an inspiring story of how he started to go to film school, and he's like, "Why am I spending all this money on this when I could just make a movie and figure out how to do it?" And that doesn't always work with people. They think they know better, and they try to go and do X or Y, and they fail. But in this particular case, he, I guess he did. Yeah. If you want to build a house, don't ask somebody how to build a house. Just build a house. Yeah. <laughs> so that works out for you. Yeah. Fig- figure out the plumbing on your yeah, own. That explains the, the states. In this day and age, though, you probably could go on YouTube and figure out how to fucking run plumbing and yeah, right? do drywall and stuff. So talk about drywall. <laughs> Robbie, I'm interested to know your top five. My number five is Superman Beyond. Oh, okay. It's good. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm knocking it. <laughs> no, I do have an honorable mention. Oh, God damn it. You fucking fuck. My honorable mention is Clerks, the animated series. Oh, my God. That passes. It's so good. For my number five, I have a tie. What have, the fuck? I have, Another honorable mention. <laughs> I have Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back and Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. Which okay. are similar films. I think, I think they. <laughs> I think they both work so well together. Reboot really hit me with how much it actually had a heart. Like, yeah. Kevin had something to say again, finally. Yeah. And it was about the importance of family. And like you said with Reboot, like, Affleck kind of nails it there as Holden oh McNeil at the end. Seeing the, the, that coda for Chasing Amy was amazing. Yeah. My number four, Mallrats. First one I watched. Still has a close place to my heart. I love Brody. I kind of am Brody. I feel like I've grown up a little bit, yeah. but I feel like Brody grew up a little bit. Yeah. He works at a comic shop now. He actually runs his own. Yeah, I just, his own one I in work, the mall. I work for someone else. Yeah. But still, you know, I've made my life my passion, and that's kind of cool. Um, that's what we've all done, really. He doesn't have a successful YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> he could. He might. He if might. he didn't waste all that time in Scientology. Um, my number three is Dogma, because Kevin Smith is Catholic. And he had issues and questions about his faith, and he turned it into a very passionate project that he, out of everything he's ever done, he's made some of the most vulgar, terrible jokes. You can watch some of his old films and be like, if people just pull this, if this stuff came out today, like clerics and all that, people would be like, oh, he's homophobic, and he's sexist, and he's racist, and right? No. No, I'm surprised it's your number three because I thought it was me. I honestly swear to God, I thought it was your number one. Well, it's it's one of his best films. I, I mean, I. The, the top three to me are like his creme de la creme. Yeah. And Dogma, he's like actively going against his upbringing, right? And that's something I think Bueller said, and it's amazing. Uh, my number two is Clerks. Clerks just, every time I watch it, it never feels slow. It always feels fast. It's always funny. When Caitlin fucks that fucking dude, that dead dude in the fucking bathroom. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, it's so fucking funny, and it's a terrible thing, yeah. you know? But, like, it, it works so well. Then you think about the expanded universe. Yeah, there's, there's Clerks, too, and it works, and that's cool. But the, the comic book, the Clerks comic yeah. book is so fucking good, y'all. My number one is Chasing Amy from 97. I think Chasing Amy is his most personal film. Yeah. I think it's his best film. I know some people have problems with the ending, but remember... Clerks didn't have a happy ending. 
Mallrats had a happy ending because it was his first studio picture. Mm, but happy ending? <laughs> well, T.S. gets back with Brandy, and Brody gets back with Renee. Uh, and, I guess that's true. And Shannon gets arrested for statutory rape or whatever, right? So, yeah, it does have a happy ending. But Chasing Amy, it gets a lot of flack for not having a happy ending. But I think that's one of the truest, most real love stories I've ever seen on film is Chasing Amy. And I think the performance, I think it's Ben Affleck's best performance, Julia yeah. Warren Adams. Um, I think it's Jason Lee's best performance. Um, I fucking love the film. And and another fantastic character. Hooper X? Or is it Hopper X? Hopper X, right? Hooper X. That's Hooper. Yeah. The Hooper comic X. book writer? Oh, my God. Yeah, the guy that does uh, Black Rage or whatever the fuck. Yeah, you know, White shoots Hayden the Coon. guns or whatever. White Hayden runs Coon. Out. That's the name of the comic book that he does. White Hayden. Now, my book. He takes off his mask. And he's a white guy. Or don't yeah. we all want to be white? Whatever he says. Yeah. Whatever he pisses him What's off. What's a Nubian? Yes. <laughs> Bitch, you almost made me laugh. <laughs> then you find out at the end of Jane Silent Bob that uh, Banky, and, Banky and Hooper X wind up together. It's good for them. Yeah, no, he, that's a great It's a great movie. And And... Mallrats was about a one of the characters was a big comic book fan, but Chasing Amy was a movie about comic book creators. Yeah, a writer and, and a, you're just a tracer, man. Yeah, and Anchor. I, you know me, and you know I've been in comic books my whole life, pretty much, and I just I fucking love that film, and I think it's his most true and personal and yeah. nuanced film he's ever done. Great message, great great cast, and beautifully done. Yeah, like the way it's directed. That scene when Right as they're falling in love, and 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 Alyssa doesn't want to quite admit it yet, and they're like walking down that shit, arguing in the rain, until they eventually end up in that embrace and kiss, right? And they wind up together. Shit is filled with so much passion. You know what I'm saying? Like, I honestly think I like Ben Affleck. I think he's a good writer. I think he's a good director. I think he's done a lot more than you know than originally he was credited for. Well, I they're don't like, know, Will. What do we do? Yeah, he's done a really good job. Um, obviously, uh. He's not one-dimensional. After, you know I've always loved Ben Affleck. Yeah, but I think he yeah. really proved himself with films like The Town. But I go look back, and his best film, I still think today, is Chasing Amy. Chasing Amy's great. Yeah. So my top five, some of it mirrors your top five, except we depart on number five, which is Clerks 2. There you go. I really go. do enjoy Clerks 2. I know you're not a big fan of it. I think it was a good bookend for this universe, even though it didn't bookend it. I like the fact that they use a Soul Asylum song, even though it might have been a song that was overplayed. Um, I just love seeing those characters. Maybe it was the fact that I wanted to see... Th- I didn't want to see Jeff and Brian playing these bit roles. I you wanted what, to see him play Dante and Randall. Do you know what I hate about, so much about that movie? It doesn't take place at Quick Stop. It takes place at movies. Movies. I fucking hate that. Yeah. The Donkey Show? <laughs> I do know and he's the whole movie, the by the way, show. leads up to the fucking donkey show. That's yeah. the yeah. climax of the fucking film. I fucking hate that. I fucking hate that. In more shit. than one way. Yeah. That movie is too <laughs> on the nose with its crassness. I don't disagree, but I still like the movie more than you do, I guess. <laughs> I'm a classier guy than you are. Well, <laughs> who's knighted? That's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> Number you paid four. for that, motherfucker. You like Bloomberg. <laughs> Number four is Zachary Mary. I think it's his best film outside of this universe. It's hilarious. He did Red State. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Although I enjoyed it, it's not what I expected. Although there's there's something to be said about comedy and horror, the way it's delivered. The same people can do one, can do the other, apparently. Sam Raimi can do it. Yeah, I and mean, it works for the people that did New Halloween. Yeah. I mean, Danny McBride was one of the writers, and he's not known for horror, but the New Halloween is fantastic. And Seth Rogen was a producer, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
The guy um, that ruined Kevin Smith's career by giving him a joint. So Zach and Miri is fucking hilarious. It's it's got a great cast. I love Seth Rogen. It's just it's just so damn funny. Uh, number three, Dogma. I'm not a religious person. I grew up in a religious environment. You know, I have religious relatives. You know, my parents try to get me to go to. I did go to church for a long time every Sunday. I hate to get up early in the morning on my weekday off, but mm-hmm. I'm just not a religious person. But Dogma hit home. I think it's a great film. I love the fact that when people are boycotting the film, that Kevin went there and boycotted with them. And they're like, you look like that guy. He's like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I just love the fact that he was boycotting you, with them. You know, the, great the reason, film, great cast. The reason I think Dogma is so good, like why I think it's his best movie, is because it's like the 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 best middle ground of all the good stuff he's done. Like it's got all the drama and stuff of Chase and Amy. And it's got the dick and, and fart jokes. Dick and fart jokes yep. from Silent, Jane Silent Bob. And it has a scale. Yeah. And like, it's like... It's an intelligible story. What's it's, what's Ben Affleck's character? Bartleby? Bartleby, yeah. yeah. His journey, like what why he's doing what he's doing. Yeah. It's real. Yeah. And that's that's Kevin screaming out at, at God, like, what the fuck is the point? Yeah. You know? And And then you've got not only the the VSQ verse VSQ universe, <laughs> but you've got all this well, they say in the movie that he doesn't like to have it uh, referred to as mythology, but yeah. all the Christian lore, Catholic in with it too. Lore, but you're ca- right, Catholic, it's the same. Yeah. yeah, it is. And did you guys love Loki coming back and reboot for that scene? Because yeah. yes. was that not yes. great? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> hey, and they Loki. made the Jason Bourne <laughs> yeah. reference. Yeah, I was born again. <laughs> uh, number two, Chasing Amy. Nice. I think Chasing Amy is actually his best film. So we're not going by the best; we're going by favorites. Um, Chasing Amy, I just thought, it just seemed like a more, um, I don't know, his best written, best directed. It hit, it, it, it was more like hit you in the, in the, the, your heart. You know what I'm saying? It was great cast and it was just, it's a great film. It was, it was almost his first standalone film. Like it has Jay and Bob in it for one scene. Obviously they're in it more as far as Bluntman and Chronic goes, right? Yeah. But, and it has a lot of references yeah. to the VS universe, but it, Outside it, like it really does fit on its own. Yeah, it's stand, it's a good standalone film. I did saw I saw when we, he was doing his live stuff. They were doing a Q and A, and some lady comes up. She's like, "I recently came out, and she's like, I'm really offended by, you know, what uh, Binky says about how every lesbian just needs a, a good deep dickin'. Yeah, he's like, I want you to know that 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 he's like that's not me saying that that's, that's Binky, Binky yeah. who is literally the shittiest character in the film yeah, Kevin had a brother who was who's a homosexual yeah. right he's like so i want you to know that he's wrong and i'm trying to prove that he's wrong so when he explained it it makes perfect sense and and it was pretty, pretty another thing about Kevin is that like he tells these really like insane crass and sometimes it could seem sexist type jokes but like the women in his movies are so filled with agency and they're multifaceted and most of his movies are about dudes who have this like really like odd and macho view of what their women is, like what their women are, and the women fight against that. And that's kind of like a big point in all of his movies. Cleric, small ass, chasing Amy and onward. And I think chasing Amy gets a bad rap nowadays, and it people say it doesn't it don't it doesn't age well because Alyssa is credited as being a lesbian. Well, what what she actually is, she's bisexual. Yeah, you know, and and people always talk about bi erasure. Yeah, you know, and like the, maybe that's a part of it. You know, just the fact that she's into chicks, so she's a lesbian. Yeah, she and they has they to play up on that. You know, yeah. pink triangle type shit, right? Yeah, <laughs> hell but, yeah. Uh, but uh, 
no, she's she's a she's a bisexual character, and it's it's very well done when she's like, why would if I want to I want to fall in love, I don't want to limit myself, you know? Yeah, and, I remember her group being mad because she kept saying, yeah, she kept trying to kind of cover up who uh, that person, yeah, or whatever. And, and in the nineties, being bisexual was not quite so yeah much of a thing. Yeah, you know, like it was kind of it was there obviously, but it wasn't viewed yeah as. Like we I'm are still in that same so. boat, you know. Whoever you love, whoever you're attracted to, you're attracted to. It is yeah. what it is. Yeah. Why classify it? Yeah, we're all on a spectrum. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the only problem with chasing Amy is it convinced Kevin that he could do Jersey Girl. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Um, and my number one was Clerks. I mean, I don't think Clerks is put together as well as done as Chasing Amy, but that was my not my introduction because I saw Mall Rats. I enjoyed Mall Rats. Went back and, and then I saw Clerks afterwards, and that was his. I don't know for some reason. Maybe because I was working retail, it changed my perception of how films could be. Maybe because Mallrats was... He thinks Mallrats isn't that great. I mean, if you go talk to him. And because he's had all this money from the studio, and he's like, oh, we did this and this, and it was more slapstick. And he's like, I wish... It, you know, He's apologetic. I enjoy Mallrats. But I think Clerks is a better film, and Clerks is a little closer to home. And what Dante goes to in, in, in Randall's character is more... He's definitely like... He's a shitty person, but you get where his pessimism pessimism comes from. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and I definitely off, think, I yeah. think Kevin has both Randall and Dante inside of him, oh, like we all do. Hundred percent. Right? Yeah. yeah. And so. Yeah. And so I think I think watch, Clerks yeah. was his way to exercise his Dante. Maybe you're right. In a way. And going back and watching that film, you can understand that how I got to start, why people loved him so much, and uh, I just love Clerks. I mean, it was a good kickoff. There's a reason it was so successful. There's a reason to put him on the map. So I have a special place for Clerks in my heart, um, and I just I just love Clerks. The soundtrack, and we didn't even mention earlier the fact that why he explained recently right why it was done in black and white, yeah. which was a budget thing. It wasn't just the, the film stock. It was that when he was talking to Scott Mosier, or maybe it was his maybe it wasn't Scott. Maybe it was somebody else who was doing the lighting. He said, "Oh, we're going to need special lighting because there's in this in this uh, quick stop." you have fluorescence and you got to get special lighting to counteract that. And they, we, they couldn't afford it. He's like, we could just do black and white and it'll cancel that out. And he's like, fuck it, let's do black and white. And, you know, we don't think about this today because it's actually kind of easier nowadays to be, be into indie films or whatever. They, they don't get as much traction anymore. But, like, back then, like, he had to film this on film. Yeah. And had to, film. like, learn to cut film and all that shit on his own. Like, he recommended a book by, I think it's Robert Schmidt, feature filmmaking at used car prices. I still have my fucking copy of that. I've read that book probably more than anything else in my life, aside from maybe some comics. But like, yeah, and like that, he had a that movie is filled with with Kevin's essence, you know. So yeah, it's a great film. It's a kickoff to the the Viewsk universe, and I think it's a phenomenal film. And if you haven't seen it, I don't know why you'd be listening to this podcast. <laughs> but if you haven't seen it, go watch Clerks. It's yeah. a great standalone and it's film. Way on better its own. than Clerks one. Quir- wait, I mean, clerks too. Facts, <laughs> really. Facts. I'm so confused on several levels. I thought I was the drunk one. That's a good top five. That is. I know it is. You're the drunk one. I'm the high one. Oh, okay. It's you're the DJ. I'm the rapper. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's a great top five. I think. In my wait, 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 wait. You're Jazzy Jeff. I'm Will Smith. Hold on a second. Yeah. You're the DJ. I'm the rapper. Oh, okay. I'll yeah. th- I'll do that. I fucking love. I think Jazzy Jeff is the most underrated person in the music business. Period. Right, we got to get that handshake down. The Remember that? Okay, I'll yeah, do that. Let's do it. Well, You're gonna throw me out. I want, I want Goldsmith to throw me the house. <laughs> throw me out. Who was throwing him out? Who had that power? Because they fucking tossed him. That was his mom, probably. 
<laughs> the original mom Phil. or the other mom? It had to be Phil. Phil's the only shredder was the only one that had that power. <laughs> War Machine. Oh, was he also War Machine? War Machine, the Iron Man series God in the nineties. Yeah. Man, oh man, I missed that guy. He was great. What a voice. We appreciate you all tuning in. Um, final thoughts. So Kevin Smith, we talked about him. We went on a great lengths for a director we love and respect. Final thought. I'm going to start with Drew. Final thought. If you're going to, what's your parting? Say you want to impede some Kevin Smith type advice. Silent Bob me to the audience. Smoke. <laughs> Smoke more weed. <laughs> no, I, I, <laughs> advice. It's like if you believe that you can do something, like even as like monumental seeming as is making a movie, give it a shot. Why not? It could, it could work. I mean that's a, that's what Kevin Smith did. And he's famous as hell now. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. If you dream it, if you want to go and do it, fucking try it. I mean, if you fail, how many people have gone out there? Bill Gates. You think Bill Gates succeeded on the first try? Guarantee he fucking didn't. So go out there and try it. If you fail, try again something different. Go out and be passionate. I think that's a good fucking way to end the show. That's what Aaliyah said too. Yeah. <laughs> Goldsmith, sir, sir, Justin Goldsmith. We learned he was knighted. Uh, recently. Well, I'm not even fucking joking. That's what I've been planning on saying all day. Got him. what Drew just said. And it's what I was talking about earlier when I talked about Clerks, how he's going to film school and decided to not and use that money to do Well, he maxed clerks. out credit cards. He sold his comic book collection. Yeah. Well, so, you yourself, be honest with you, you doing acting, I mean, the only problem with your acting is not you. You're a good-looking guy. You're a good actor. Your problem is you're in a town that doesn't have a lot of, that, a lot of roles. Yeah. You've gone to Nashville and stuff. So, so you yourself are pursuing your dream. You're following it, man. What I need to do is sell my DVD collection and my, my house and kick my roommates <laughs> out and just go make a movie. Your DVD collection you know, we could do it, like man. $3. Like six bucks. <laughs> yeah. We could at least make a short film. Yeah. It probably won't be successful, been, but we'll take your house like, money. What you, guys said is, what you guys said is hitting me home. Like Kevin Smith's first thing to me, I used to have a picture. Like I had a thing I wrote on my, I put on my desk. It was a, a, a picture of Kevin Smith that I cut out. In the and nude. I, and I put it on an index card. and I, I taped another index card to it so I could set it up. And on it, I wrote a word balloon that said, if you're a writer, then fucking write. And it was Kevin Smith telling me that every day. Yeah. And that's why I wrote three fucking movie scripts. Like in a summer, and right. and I've never gotten to that since. And we should fucking do something. I bet I lo- I guarantee you the PCP people will fucking watch it. We got an audience now. Yeah, we can put it on YouTube to the people listening. We have people comment, watching it, man. Comment, Me and my do buddy Sam. You, uh, yeah, do comment. If comment if you want to see us film something. Uh, We've got my, a bunch of ideas. Me and my buddy Sam, who is the. Uh, Sam Malone, the the director of photography. Malone, for, dick in your mouth. <laughs> God damn, we're working on some stuff right now. Actually, some shorts. We've actually already filmed ninety percent of one. Nice. We might film the rest of it tomorrow. Actually. Nice. But we got some other stuff. I got a whole I got notebooks of shit we're gonna do. Fuck yeah, we should all we should all get together and do something though. We should film some shorts. That'd be really fun. <laughs> and we'll film some pants. <laughs> Let us fuck. John has a great idea. <laughs> John had the, the zombie girlfriend. Dude, I think that's fucking phenomenal. It's, it's a great idea. We talked idea. about this like Dude. four years ago. Yeah, we I think we should like do it. Why can't ago? we do that? That would be easy to film, in the fact. I thought about that recently. Doing that's it. a great one, actually. Well, We've got the equipment. Why can't and we do it? We know people that do Sam. makeup. We know people that do yeah. this shit. Do you want to so. do it? Yeah. Are you down? Yes. Well, let's not commit. <laughs> <laughs> you need to see the contract first, some shit. Because there aren't any. 
<laughs> final <laughs> final thoughts. Robbie. Rock and Robbie. You know, there are a lot of fine looking women in the world. <laughs> but not all of them bring you lasagna at work. It's true. I remember that time you bought me lasagna at work. <laughs> and if you want one more thing. Adventure? Excitement? <laughs> Jedi craves not these things. God damn. So you're just quotes, quotes from clerks, specifically clerks. Well, that one's from all rats. Oh, the sign of Bob you're quotes. Right, you're right. Uh, okay, one more. One. one more. Then since okay, you ruined give me, it, give right, me one right. more. No ticket. God damn it! I forgot about that. Yeah. I was going to bring it up on the thing. That no. was the best <laughs> reference in any of the movies. Yeah, that's no the ticket. best indie <laughs> reference. Um, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, yeah, my my final thought. Go listen to more. Go listen. Watch Kevin Smith films. Absorb those films. Check out his live stuff where he rants on because there's many of them. They are great. They put a smile on your face. That you'll have a good time. I guarantee it. If you don't, I'll refund your nickel. Okay, <laughs> I'll give you a P- <laughs> I'll give you a PO box. <laughs> so we do appreciate you tuning in. Next time we're gonna talking about is Wes Anderson. What's next? Bond. Oh, we're gonna talk about 007. <laughs> yeah, James Bond. Currently Daniel Craig. So he's got a new film coming out. Uh, no time to die. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about the There's other Bond just films. No time to die. Yeah, and we'll talk I actually like that soundtrack. Song was gonna suck. I thought it was gonna suck. I don't care for Billie Eilish. I was wrong. The song is phenomenal, and I'm super pumped for the film. Yeah, I didn't really love Spectre, but I feel like they righted the wrongs in a new film. I'm I'm so excited for this new film. I can't even. You know, I didn't like Spectre yeah. that much either. But if you look at our initial review for it on the channel. We both gave it a good review. Oh, uh, we shouldn't have. We're so we got Bond colored glasses on. Prisoner yes. of the moment, man. Well, Daniel Craig is dreamy. What can I say? Facts. So is Christoph Waltz. Yes. No. <laughs> Mostly facts. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Bondcast is the next one. So we appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll check you out next time. And remember, snooch to the nooch. Fly, fat ass, fly. fly.